Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. How's everybody doing? At the Burlington... Um, the, the, no idea what the f*** just happened. East Carolina girls are the best in the world. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. Superstitious beers. Superstitious beers. How about those friggin' pirates? It's a me, a man, the Garcia. <laughs> Go Pirate Radio. Now live from the Pirate Radio studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on a Tuesday. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio studios. Coming to you on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com. And you can be a part of the show, watch the show, follow the show on Facebook Live and YouTube. Give us a like, a subscribe, and let us know what is on your mind on this Tuesday as we are talking a lot of college football on today's show, a lot of ECU football and more. Coming up with our guest, Mike Mullis, will join us coming up at 4 o'clock on today's show. Talk a little football, maybe a little golf, maybe a little baseball. And more with the Mully Man at 4 o'clock. At around 4.30, we'll talk to Justin Bear from ECU Marketing and uh, give you updates on tickets, things you need to know regarding East Carolina football and the other sporting events about to go on at East Carolina. So if you have any questions for Justin, you can get those in on Facebook, Twitter, excuse me, X, or YouTube. And at 5 o'clock, former ECU tight end Bryce Williams will have more audio from Saturday's scrimmage and from Monday uh, and play that for Bryce and get his take on what's going on in the world of East Carolina football. All that on the way. Shirley Rhodes is here. I made Chandler mad right before the show, so he is gone for a moment, cooling off, and I think doing some actual work. Uh, but he will join us momentarily. Intern Dan, a.k.a. Danny Beal, handling the video side of things. And joining me in the Pirate Radio studios, Coach Mac is back. Mac McCarthy here on a Tuesday. Coach Mac, how you doing, sir? I'm good. How about you, Mr. Clip? Doing great. Uh, getting excited. A lot going on in the sports world and a lot uh, to get excited about in the sports world. Jamie already checking in. Said I sent some Twitter questions. I'm aware and I've got those, uh, Jamie, and I'll be passing those along to Mac McCarthy during this hour. Skip is in the house. Hello, Skip. Welcome in. Hope you're having a good Tuesday and not breaking any news here but my word the heat is unbearable it's ugly just ugly hot the uh, the uh, uh the if you didn't need any more uh proof if you watched any of the golf tournament yesterday from memphis uh lucas glover with the swamp bleep uh pants going on mm-hmm. somebody said his his pants looked like a bag of five guys fries <laughs> a lot uh, of grease in and, them draws <laughs> and that young man has won five million dollars in two weeks and that's i think in the last seven years he hasn't won five a lot of dry underwear money for Ooh. that guy and danny beal was so uh, impressed with what he saw from lucas glover he went went out and repeated the feat today apparently he had some swamp bleep going on it was it was ugly it was not a great showing for my hind parts today it was it was hot we got got to the got to the ironwood course today we had a we had a sports work kind of invitational thing with 
little thing for the baseball team, but we got to the course about 8.30, and by 10.38, my entire pants were just sweated right through. It was ugly. Who was your uh, foursome today? We had Tyler Smith, former ECU pitcher, and Volva, former ECU pitcher, and then Sam Lanier, another former ECU pitcher. And we shot pretty good, five under, not bad. Didn't come close to winning because the bunch of the old guys kind of kicked our butt there, but it was it was a good time. You lost to Cliff Godwin's father. Sure did. That guy <laughs> that guy can swing it. And if Lewis, if you're watching, yeah, good round today, buddy. Mr. Lewis uh, killed it on the course today. So DB was sweating it out. Coach, did you do your daily walk? I did. Like, is there a cool time to even do it? Not even the... right now. I let the cat out at 5 a.m., and it took my breath away. <laughs> I let <laughs> the cat out on the porch at 5 a.m., and, and it was just nasty. Oh, man. Tough stuff. Uh, Steve is checking in day two at the hospital. Hope you're doing well, Steve. Can you give us a um... – Who's the coach? Who's the coach that got in trouble with the burner phones and the ladies of the night? And Hugh Freeze, can you give us a thumbs up from your hospital bed like Hugh Freeze did <laughs> yeah. in that game? And take a picture yeah. of it and send it. He was at the he was at the game, right? He was, he was at, in, like, the, in the in the box. In the he had big the headset box. on too. He's like, hey, I'm still here. Hospital bed, thumbs up, Steve. Wow, we, uh, and two years later, he's coaching it all. What a story, America, <laughs> war damn, <laughs> land of the free, home of the brave. Um, Jamie says, would you rather? I think we discussed this yesterday. Would you rather pitch in this heat? Or the Wichita State weather from last season. What was the Wichita State weather from last season? Cold? 99, no, it was 99 oh, degrees, hot, like humidity of, I mean, it was. It felt like, I remember, because on, on the turf, it felt like 110 at one point on Saturday, and it was just like, why are we doing this? Danny did say yesterday, give them the heat over the extreme cold. Yes, cold, there's just, cold's just, there's nothing good about the cold, but you can kind of bear with the heat, but today is just, it, it's unforgiving. Is that why you chose basketball, Coach? You get the AC in every game? Weather in general is the, is the reason, yes. Uh, not not too bad. Not bad at all. Speaking of basketball, Chandler made a comment. Uh, coach Mack wearing the sneakers today. And I had an old man thought, Coach. I'm okay with a lot of stuff that goes on now in sports, but a trend, and, and now it's it's way old, but when basketball teams went away from wearing the same shoe, it really upset me. I don't like it, Coach. I don't like it either. Uh, you know, my, our teams uh, always Such wore the same shoe. The only concession I made later in my career is that we wore the same color shoe. They didn't have to be the exact same shoe, but at least they had to be the same color. Yes. And uh, I'm not sure I would survive today. <laughs> I, I might get voted out. Yeah. Oh, wait. I got voted out anyway. <laughs> uh, this is old man radio. You're not invited, Danny. Yeah, it certainly seems. I mean, I'd, I like the same color. The team shoes that you get, that's good, normal. But when, when you get into like, it's the same thing with soccer. When you get into like the neon orange shoes on like, like a purple, that look, just looks terrible. Like, what are you trying to prove? Yep, don't like it. Although, white, and, and, white shoes and do make it look sure, faster. And for sure, why in the world would you ever wear something that is not the school colors at all? I yeah. mean, I, you know, a pink shoe, a chartreuse orange shoe, highlighter green shoe. What's chartreuse? I have no idea, but it's not a school color. <laughs> sounds bright. <laughs> Certainly sounds bright. Something, uh, something bluish green. Is I've something. never heard the fans go, gold, chartreuse, <laughs> gold. Never heard that one. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Jamie says, I think different shoes, same color is a fair trade-off. Let's see, Coach Mack can compromise. There you go. There you go. All right, uh, Coach, we had an ECU scrimmage on Saturday. Teams gearing up for the season. Also, some news coming out Saturday afternoon. 
that uh, apparently Jim Harbaugh will be on the sidelines when Michigan faces East Carolina? Okay, here, here's the deal. Now, the NCAA is a, is a terrible organization. They've, they've mishandled so many things, uh, you know, from some of the things that we can't mention today that we haven't mentioned that we're not going to mention things today there there are three things that we, we cannot mention we're trying coach max trying to go a whole hour with without certain subjects coming up so i'm going to do my best there are to, three of them that we talked about constantly and we're not going to talk about them today but the ncaa has mishandled a lot of different things uh and, and that and you can blame them all you want that's fine that's no excuse for an adult not telling the truth and not cooperating what kind of role model is that? Uh, you, you, you can't excuse his behavior and take his side in this just because the NCAA is constantly wrong about how they handle things. They're still the organization you belong to. Cooperate with the investigation. The, the allegations, the, 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 the violations were minor. Now he's turned him into something major, and you go back to Watergate. The cover-up is always the problem. Yeah, I mean, it's another example of the the individuals, the big-money schools being more important, being bigger than the, the whole umbrella of the NCAA. And they can do whatever they want. They make the rules. That's, that's the way it looks anyway. Yeah, and the NCAA, they messed up too. They, they had – they – negotiated this settlement he was going to miss four games and then the bosses of these guys who negotiated the settlement said no that's not enough this is a level one violation that isn't enough so they messed up along the way <laughs> it, it's crazy but yeah. but don't let him off the hook either now oh khaki pants Oh, khaki pants. Oh, like that. that needs to be an audio clip. <laughs> oh, khaki pants. Surely, every time we talk about Harbaugh from here until kickoff, we need old khaki pants. Uh, all right, Coach. So you want to talk about what I want to talk about. Here's a Football guy. games. You want to talk about games. You want to talk about standings, rankings. I'd rather talk about that, but we can talk about anything. We can talk about Michael McDowell costing you money on Sunday. Uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. We're not there yet. Um, so, Mackie, next week we will pre be previewing games. Okay. It's week zero. Okay. Okay. There's uh, can we then we if we don't want to get into specific games, although there are some big ones early that that'll be fun to. I talk say about. let's do it. It's sports but, talk but, radio. But we we can certainly talk about the top twenty five. We can talk about who's going to win each league. I can tell you, well, you want you want some hot takes. Sure. Get me on the burner. Let me some hot, let me tell you, hot takes and sauces. Let me sausage. tell you some people, and I don't believe any of these, but they are possible. They are possible. Let me tell you some teams that are getting a lot of love Prepared. that could be in trouble. I love Lincoln Riley. I think they're going to win the league, but they play Washington, Oregon, Utah, UCLA, Notre Dame, and that's five of their last six games. All right. They might be 6-0 and starting out. They could finish fourth in the Pac-12. And right now, people are talking about them winning the national championship, and I think they could be in the playoff. So there is precedent here, a precedent here of teams in the top 10 finishing outside the top 25. And you sent this to me, Coach Mack. It was a tweet from Brett McMurphy that Texas A&M came to mind for me last year. So I was like, yeah, I remember that. They were sixth, I want to say, and then finished out. They didn't go to a bowl, had a losing record. 
But they were joined by two other teams. I didn't realize that. And uh, those two other teams were who? That were Baylor top 10. and Oklahoma. Oklahoma makes sense. Three and I forgot about 10 Baylor. Didn't even finish ranked. Yeah. So that there is, it's, it could happen. And every year, every year since, for the last. For the last 21 seasons, except for 2019, at least one team ranked in the top 10 finished unranked. That is crazy. And that is uh, the discussion we're going to have today. And I think USC is a candidate. And I started to back off of that, Coach, when I looked at their schedule. Because San Jose State, which, by the way, that is week zero. That'll be August 26th. uh, They'll play Trojan on Trojan Crime. Uh, They'll win that one. They'll beat Nevada. They'll beat Stanford. They'll win at Arizona State. They'll beat Dion. So I'm like, well, wait, wow, how are they? Can't they'll beat Arizona? Now we get to October 14th, and that that date they have a trip to South Bend to play Notre Dame. I think they'll win that one. But then they have Utah. They'll beat Cal. But they've got Washington after that, Oregon after that, UCLA after that. It really gets tough down the stretch they play the for top USC. Four teams in the league. They are going to be cruising through September and through almost to mid-October, and they'll be top. Some of those teams above them are going to lose because there's some good games, good opponents coming up. So USC will be number three, two in the country maybe uh, yeah. in October, and then – We'll see what happens. They could have a free fall after that. Yeah, Georgia stays at the top all year. Their schedule sucks. They're really good. That's no problem. The, here's another team that could be as deep as third in their own division and is a candidate to win the whole thing. Alabama. They play Texas, LSU, Auburn, Mississippi, Mississippi State, Kentucky, Tennessee, they they play an incredible Arkansas. They play an incredible schedule. Danny mind. Danny's rolling his eyes. Oh, no at no no! I, I just said they, I might pick them to win the national championship, but that is a beast of a schedule for a team that doesn't even know who the hell the quarterback is. They'll be just fine. They always are. It's so frustrating to say, and we were talking about it yesterday. They'll be just fine. And the thing that we talk about is we talk about all of these Pac-12, Big Ten, but like dude. It's going to come down. Whoever wins the SEC is probably going to win it. It's just the bottom line because nobody in any other conference can compete with them. You saw it with TCU. You saw it with Michigan. Whoa, 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 whoa. Ohio who, State, who, who, played, who played better, Ohio State or Georgia? Phenomenal game. Who won? Georgia won on a missed field goal. Yes. A win's a win. Okay. okay. And, it, and we've had, we have this discussion as a country 24-7 of – no, who's going to take over the crown? Who's going to beat Georgia? Who's going to beat Bama? Nobody. Yeah. It's just the bottom line. Like well, nobody's going to have the personnel to take them over. Nobody's going to have the coaching. And it's in clip. I hear your sigh, and it sucks, but it's the way it is. It seems like if they do slip up, it's almost more random than a big matchup. Like mm-hmm. when uh, Johnny Football beat him, I saw that, and they lose. So I'm trying to figure out who could that game be. Would it be like Ole Miss at home? Did they slip up after beating Texas? Auburn on the road, maybe? It's always a good game when they're playing at Auburn. Like, yeah, I, I mean, the Iron Bowl. I don't know. It could be, but... Tennessee last year beat them? LSU last right. year beat Tennessee's them? They got to play example. both of them? Yeah. And they got them back-to-back, by the way. Is LSU at home? I know Tennessee LSU is. LSU is at home. Yeah. Tennessee, Tennessee is at home, home also. what I'm saying. The only yeah. tough game they're going to have is at Jordan-Hare. That's it. At Auburn. Oh, no. They're all tough games. Do you count Jimbo? They, they may be equal to the task. Oh, my goodness. All right, Texas A and M. Texas A and M could win the division. <laughs> we're doing coulds. Yeah, we're doing. That's right. Could we are doing coulds. Here. We're not saying we're predicting them. All right, you're doing could Come radio. On Dan. Come on, Dan. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> and the Red Sox can make the playoffs and win the World Series this year. Get a faux stash in there. Yeah. <laughs> nice stash. Yeah. All right, Coach Matt. I think USC is a great contender. Um, here's, Al- a, here's, Alabama. Another, here's another contender, Florida State. Sure. Now, Matt, can you explain to me why everybody's so high on Florida State? I'm I'm not really sure why. They got the quarterback. Won nine games. Got might have the Heisman Trophy winner okay. if they if they win. But we'll know shortly because in the month of September they play LSU and Clemson. Neither one at home. Yep. They could be out of it before September's yep. over. But if they go one and one that early and then they run it, yeah, they're still in pretty good shape because they played them so early. Yeah, and they don't play anybody else, and the league is not great. So, like, if how about schedule-wise, FSU has those. Let's say they beat LSU and lose to Clemson, or however you want to do it, and then USC loses one towards the end. Like, who's is there really an advantage for Florida State, you think, for losing early? Or does it matter at that point? Probably depends on how the team they lost to is doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to follow LSU or Clemson yeah. the rest of the year, too. Yeah. Yep. And it also depends on how you play down the stretch because they take a lot of that into account how you play down the stretch and whether you're hot Even or if not. you win? Even if you win. I'm saying, like, everybody wins, but, like, if they win by three, if they beat Florida last week, do they still play well, Florida Southern last week? Southern Cal's chance to lose is late, and, right. and, and Florida State's it's only early. chances are in September. Which bodes well for Florida State because right. if they go on and win the AC championship, it's like, hey, we haven't lost in September. Right. If they go two and zero in those, they could they're, afford they're, a they're slip in up. the driver's seat. Yeah, that'd be huge. But will they? I think LSU. Say what you want about Brian Kelly, but he's a hell of a coach. My family, his family. That was so sad. <laughs> that was so sad. Uh, why, why do you try to do that? He's up there from your area. He's a Boston guy. Yeah, Doesn't sound like it. Apparently. <laughs> so what are your, Let's rank them so far. Most likely to to not be ranked at the end of the season between USC, Alabama, and Florida State. Oh, probably Florida State. Uh, you know, I know you like Clemson, but uh, but see, I, I, it's just we're looking at this list and thinking who could be unranked after this. USC popped in my brain because all I can think about is that Pac-12 championship where they couldn't tackle Utah. And it was just disgusting. It was awful football. Yeah. yeah. Um, so USC's at the top of my list, and you also fail to forget they have the Heisman winner this year. No, I I, I do, and they're going to score sixty points a game. Yeah. Yeah. Kenny, and then they'll and, go and to the playoff the and league, get their doors blown off. If they win the league, he wins it again, doesn't he? Sure does. Even I think even if they potentially even if they don't, he still might win it. I mean, he's going to have. A, I mean, he's got Kingsbury and Lincoln Riley. He's going to have a really good year. For this, it's his draft year. For the sake of this conversation, Danny, what top ten team misses out on being ranked at the end of the year? Washington. I do not like Washington. Penix is Penix is good, but dude, they don't like their conference is just. It, they're going to. I mean, maybe because they don't play anybody, they'll be ranked. But I think they're the biggest fraud inside the top ten this year. Who they got? Non-con. I'm pulling up the commander schedule. I don't think they're going to be ranked at nah, the end of the year. That's a good, that's a good point. People forget. Uh, they got Boise. They got Tulsa. At Sparty. That's their non-conference schedule. I just, I, it doesn't like it doesn't jump off the page and be like, oh, Washington. Like, oh, Michael Penix. Like I just don't. I don't feel the the hype around them. Is there's no reason to me they should be a top. Would you rather if you're a team? Would you rather play Texas or Washington? I would rather play fake Texas. I think you're lying to yourself. <laughs> Washington's got to, they, what? They're known for their defense, right? They're going to play good defense. Well, they've been good on offense since DeBoer got there. 
I just, I don't know. I don't know. Texas is 11th. Washington's 10. To Washington, me, Washington is ranked that high because they have so many retur- returning yeah, that's, guys. Yeah, that's exactly, you're exactly right. That's right. Because they just have a bunch of guys coming back. They have a bunch of older, uh, very older group. Channel Mike Houston, a very, very, very stud group, very competitive group. But I don't know. I just don't. I'm not a fan of them. All right. Nobody's mentioned uh, Penn State, Coach. What do you think about James Franklin's team? Well, I'm not a big James Franklin fan, but I think they could be a surprise team. I think they could be a playoff team. And they only play two of the top teams. Of course, they're early, only two top teams in that league. They do have a, a – they're at Ohio State. They've got Michigan at home. Um, I – you know, it'd be hard for me to see them being out of the top ten, even if they lose both of those games. To be honest, Danny, take a look at the uh, others receiving votes real quick, because Mac has a team not in the top twenty-five that he likes this year, and that team is who, Coach? Louisville, the Cardinals. They don't play Clemson or Florida State in the league. Explain. They are glad that there's no more Coastal Atlantic because they, they got those teams off the schedule. They have. 20 returning starters. They brought the quarterback in. Brom brought the quarterback in with him from Purdue. Uh, I really think they're going to be hard to handle. I, I, it wouldn't surprise me to see them play Clemson for the championship. Really? I was trying to wow. find a team I liked. I was looking at a few Big Ten teams. Minnesota, Illinois. I don't know. I want to trust Arkansas, but just the beast of a schedule. Mac uh, is not high on Beamer Ball down in Columbia, South Carolina. Maybe I, I had this conversation. Jeff Nadeau and I broke down the SEC a couple weeks ago, and they played a little bit above their their skis. Is that the phrase? Whatever. They maybe overachieved a little bit uh, with Beamer last they year. Played two good games. Uh, they was were big Tennessee, games. But yes, Tennessee and Clemson. Yeah, and that's what we remember about them. Yeah, they won nine games last year, right? I think eight or nine wins. Um, But you think that they don't belong. Lost to Notre Dame in the bowl game. I I don't trust Rattler. He played great in those two games. Man. I just don't trust Rattler. I watched QB1 on Netflix. What was it, like five, six years ago now? He was I thought a, he was Spencer a twerp, Rattler. Twerp. Oh, he was a te- – and I said this at the time, I don't want to judge the character of a high school kid. Oh, As an adult, yeah. it sounds kind of gross to do that. He was super cocky. But I thought from a arm talent standpoint, I mean, he's one of th- the best quarterbacks I ever <laughs> – I was like, this guy is the real deal. Then he went to Oklahoma – Flamed out. Now he's still playing college football. I think, he's, South a, I think, he's, a, I think he's my age. I think he's a senior. Yeah. Uh. UCLA is a possibility with the freshman quarterback. They're, they've got a ton of people back. I'll tell you what, D- Poss- DTR has looked good in preseason. He has. Possibility for what? To be a ranked team. Unranked to I can, top yeah. 20-ish. Yeah. I can see Anybody that. jump off the page of you? I like, I mean, Auburn a little bit. Um, schedule's just so hard. Yeah, well, you could say that. For I think right they're going to be good, though. Yeah, I think that they're going to beat somebody they shouldn't beat. Yeah, that's where because it's the Hugh Freeze effect. They're they're going to all rally around. Um, I don't know. I kind of, I I'm kind of in on Pitt. I kind of like Pitt. In Pitt, on Pitt's Pitt. being overlooked. They, I mean, they I, they could finish fourth they, in the they could finish fourth or fifth in the ACC. I think they could make some noise. There's a team in the top 25 in one poll and just outside in another poll that I won't be watching this year, and that is the Iowa Hawkeyes. 
Oh. No, thank you. <laughs> Not my kind of football. Big Ten football. No, sir. Power I. How are they top 25? They couldn't score 10 points last year in a game. I've got a better question for Iowa and Iowa State fans, though, and, and I'll ask you two guys. Why in the world are they the only guys betting on college games? Correction, only ones getting caught. <laughs> That's it. That's it. But what in the world? Are no other states investigating this stuff? The funniest thing that I saw, it was a couple, I guess last week on Twitter, that more, the running back bet the under in one of their games, and he was the one to score the rushing touchdown to catch the over. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, doesn't that just but backfire? Did, but he did fall down when he had a touchdown earlier yeah. in the game, but just absolutely fell down for yep, no reason. Over oh. himself. Yeah, no, not a great look. Uh, but I think you got to let him off because he scored the touchdown to cover. Yeah, everybody's, exactly. <laughs> everybody's trying to get bets in, but all the books closed down after Phil Mickelson's got all his Everybody coach. driving to get across the line at Virginia? Yeah, but, but Phil has already put in so much that shut the books down can't get in any more bets oh my gosh all right um how about one more more. uh unranked team utsa i love utsa this year they got a i know nothing about them they have a 30 year old quarterback i'm exaggerating but But he's been there forever yeah and he's really good and they they play houston in the very first game them against houston to open the season last year was a great game i remember yep that was a good game I like UTSA. I got I got them winning the American this year. If they can beat Houston, really, they really could win the league. Oh yeah, interesting. And uh, and I know Houston's not in the league. I understand that. And Tulane will finish nowhere near the top twenty-five this year. I, that I agree with. They no, might, no I votes, think, no nothing. I think they'll compete in the American. I don't. I, they'll be not even close. Yeah, exactly. I don't think they'll be even close to the top twenty-five. Eric says, Coach Mack, what's worse, Swamp Arse or the BCS? Oh, swamp arts. <laughs> we we wouldn't be, we wouldn't have all this trouble if we still had to BCS. Jack says UTSA is overrated. Oh, wow. What does Jack know about UTSA that we don't? Jack, who you got winning the American this year other than East Carolina? Don't say East Carolina. Mac, other than East. Mac, do you prefer BCS or the CFP? Oh, it was BCS. Really? Yeah, we've had this discussion all oh, yeah. along. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. do you think? That's why I had to get Troy barred from the studio. Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> I would much rather have a playoff. <laughs> do we have a playoff? We had a playoff before. We had a two-team playoff. He's got a point. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Guy makes a good point. In Coach Mack's world, there would be no. It would be like it was in the olden we've, days. We've had good. Where they they just send teams to bowl games, yeah. and then after them yeah. say, "Just oh, vote." I, th- I think that's this team's the best. Yeah, that we've is had, terrible. We've had one coach. good semifinal game in you know in five no, ten years or whatever. I d- there's there's one good semifinal game every year. The other one is miserable to watch. No. Let's go back and look. Let's go back and look. Oh, fine. This is another segment. Here we, <laughs> we go. Take a break. Take a break. <laughs> we'll come back. Uh, we may look at that if anybody would like to Google it up. Uh, but we'll talk more with Coach Mag. Fun discussion. Uh, Jamie says, is Danny mad Clip isn't picking ECU to win the American? That's a good point, Jamie. You should have been outraged. We're going undefeated. You should have been outraged there. Uh, we'll take a break, come back, more to go, Pirate Radio Live. Fun one with Mac. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 
21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Are you in outside sales and looking for an opportunity to increase your earning potential? Copy Pro has been in Eastern North Carolina for over 45 years and continues to grow each year. And they are in need of more sales professionals with a desire to potentially make a six-figure income. Do you have what it takes? Visit copypro.net today to submit your resume and to learn more. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. I wish this never ends. To hear me sing this entire song, go back to our watch-along when ECU played Virginia on that Sunday night. Man, what could have been? Starman, bases loaded. Stop. Thought he had one. I'm I'm taking the headphones off. Off the bat, I thought he had one. Danny, did you give up any runs that game? What? Did you give up any runs? I didn't pitch that game. I pitched earlier in that day against Oklahoma. That was a good win. That was a good one. It was a really good one. Beating Oklahoma twice was a lot of fun. Yeah, we they they like to talk a little little smack, not a little, a lot, even while they were losing. So kind of respect to them. But how about when Danny struck that guy out and he looked at him and he said, "You'll be going home sooner rather than later." Yeah. That was <laughs> damn straight. That was my favorite part. ESPN. I don't think the mics picked that no, up. No, they though. didn't. They didn't see me say it on on TV either. But I, <laughs> I told the reporters after before the Virginia. Game, I was like, "Did you see what I said?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, we saw it. We got it on camera. We just can't play it." You know. <laughs> Cliff would have sent you home probably if actually you had did to that. sit in the clubhouse. I would sit on the bus and watch it on TV. Uh, DB is here. Guess who has joined Coach Mack and I? The man of wow. Chan, the former long snapper himself, Chandler Honeycutt. Hello, Chan man. Hey, Clipper. Happy to be here. I'm a former long snapper. How was the uh, college football talk last segment? I guess it was good. Robust. Hardy. You guessed it was good? Did you not enjoy it? I was busy doing something. Oh, mm-hmm. I thought you said you heard it. My apologies. No. Well, you did tell me that. But I'm sure it was great because you have a bunch of college football experts in here. <laughs> and now we're going to add you to the conversation. Chandler, Sweet. I have a gripe. Me and Mac, About me? No, 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 no. I need you to back me up on this, though. Oh. That the college football playoff is a good thing. And the college football playoff is a Mac good thing. Mac said that he could not for the life of him remember a good semifinal game. Is that is that not what you said? No, uh, not even close. Yeah, yeah. Right, well, what'd wow. you, what'd you say? Danny really is a member of the media. <laughs> what'd you say? Completely changing his what? What'd you say? What'd you say? He said there's been one. They said there's been one. That was your quote. There's been one yeah. good college uh, semifinal game. What game was that? Yeah, there's probably been two, but that's the uh, last year. There was a great Ohio State yeah. and Georgia was a good one, and Danny's claiming Michigan but TCU was. There have but, been you know. there have been three years. Yeah, that was fun. there have been three good ones in the in the ten years of the college football playoff. There have been three years where the semifinal games and the national championship game were not a good game. 21-22 when Alabama played Cincy and Georgia played Michigan and then Georgia beat Alabama in the, in the title game. 2020-2021 when Alabama beat Notre Dame, Ohio State beat Clemson and then Alabama beat Ohio State. And then 18 and 19 when Alabama beat Oklahoma, Clemson beat Notre Dame, Clemson beat Alabama. So there've been 3 se- years where there were no good games zero. in the playoff. The other 7 have had at least 2. At least two, whether it's one okay. we're not talking game. about championship games now. We're, we're, we're only just talking doing about the semifinals because his argument was the BCS was a yeah. two-team playoff. Exactly. So that well, was, all right. So this is going back to fourteen, fifteen. Ohio State, Alabama. Ohio State was a four seed, beat Alabama by a touchdown. That was the Ezekiel Elliott game with Cardale. Great game. Cardale yeah, did not really go good. to Ohio State to play school. No, <laughs> he went to play football. 
Side note, did you hear, have you heard that story about him going to play that kid in Madden at the hospital and he beat him by like 70? <laughs> he did the Dave Chappelle uh, yeah. pick up the sticks. <laughs> yeah. All right, come on, pick up the sticks. 15, 16, no good games. 16, 17, and we're counting some of these. 16, 17, no good games. 17, 18, Georgia beat Oklahoma in two overtimes. That was a good game in, in the Rose Bowl. 18, 19, Alabama beat Oklahoma by 11 on a, or I guess they took the lead on a last hmm. second touchdown. I get, right, whatever. <laughs> On the last second touchdown, Max and nine, 11. Nine, 19-20, Clemson beat Ohio State. That was the Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence game. Um, 20-21, no, game, no good games. 21-22, no good games. And then last year, the, obviously, the Georgia and Ohio State So, like every other year, we get a semifinal, one semifinal game that's okay. Yeah, but you, I don't think anybody at this point – I mean, like we were the conversation earlier – it's going to come down to the two teams. You kind of know it by November. So why don't we well, just that, play those Now two you're games? arguing to his point. But I, I still think it's good that would would you do you don't like more games? I like more like, games. That's what I'm saying. Like As a fan, I love the I games, but games. It, it's not a great. It's not the best way to determine the champion, though. It's more football. That's the best way to determine it. All right, yeah, the best way to determine it. All right, another football question. Do you can you talk football? <laughs> <laughs> that's his question of the top 15 Heisman candidates of the top 15 Heisman candidates only one is not a quarterback what What are we doing what, I mean oh, yeah I, I agree not, with that that's, that's stupid that's not right is we kinda it do like, that. when I think Heisman when I think Heisman candidate I always automatically think quarterback well what position but back in the day you it's the running think, back back in the day it was running back yeah. yeah what are your thoughts on doing a defensive and an offensive Heisman Nah. There's already a million college football awards. In fact, there's like three awards for the best college football player, aren't there? There's yeah. like the camp and the... Well, then don't complain. They do it in the NFL. They do offensive net and defensive. <laughs> I'm just saying, you guys want to you guys want to complain about it only being quarterbacks, do offensive, defensive. I was about to complain about the NFL because now the MVP is just a quarterback award. It's always been that way. And it's not right. I agree. Okay. But it's, it's the way it is. Who is the one player coach, by the way? Is it, is it the Brock Michigan Bowers? running back? Marvin Harrison. Oh, yeah. Uh, Brock Bowers. How about a tight end winning the Heisman? That'd be cool. Why don't we give it to the best player? They don't, they don't even get in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, Jamie's got it. He said, if you think about it, I wonder if some of the AAC teams have added pressure going forward to win even more and try to get invites to step up in the conference. Or do coaches have that pressure? Trust me. Well, we've got. How about baseball, Danny? When you're out there pitching, do you think I got to strike this guy out so we can get into the Big Twelve? <laughs> I think about that every single time I step out there. Actually, it's like God. If maybe if I don't give up this hit, we'll get to join the ACC. That'd be I, really cool. I hear what you're saying, Jamie, but no. Like the players aren't thinking about that. Mike Houston's not thinking about that during a game. No. Like his pressure is to win and make ECU as, as good as they can be and honestly make his profile as, as big as it can be so he can move on it's to kind, a bigger job. It's kind of the old Patriots thing when they lost to the Eagles and Lane Johnson said that playing for the Patriots isn't fun and then Edelman kind of said winning is fun. Right. Winning, winning cures everything. So if you win, you get promoted. It's the same thing. Yeah. Any thoughts, Coach, no, on no, this one? I, winning is the answer to everything right there. Money is the answer to all questions, but winning is the answer to college athletics. Um, I, I don't know. Well, James, so Jamie's continuing the question. He says, I mean, in general, the coaches and up, is there more pressure to win? Yeah, I mean, like for John Gilbert, he's he's probably feeling that, that they need to go ahead and do something. 
if they want to be in these discussions with other conferences i mean look at like danny said that but the players are so far removed from all that stuff and you know they they, you know they're trying to do as well as they can do they're trying to play as well as they can pitch as well as they can win as many games as they can the rest of that stuff is just noise chandler top 10 team that won't finish in the top 25 who you got this year we ran over some candidates last segment. There's one answer. Which one jumps out at you first? Clemson. No, okay. Not. What about number 10? Uh, Washington? <laughs> yeah. I had a feeling that's who you were th- thinking of. Well, I think we talked about it already, but yeah. yeah. What do you think? I like their quarterback, though, Penix. That's it. I know college football! <laughs> For you, Taylor. <laughs> he's a lefty! That's he what you were doing the first 30 minutes, looking stuff up. All right, you Googled studying, it at the break, the didn't you? Top 25. <laughs> Where did he play before Washington? Oh, he played at Whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> Nebraska. The the alma mater of Prince on you know on billions. <laughs> Indiana A and M. That's a hell of a uh, clue. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Prince, and then I didn't. Uh, I thought you were talking about Fresh Prince, and uh, he went to Indiana. He was a Hoosier. Indiana, yes. Hoosier daddy. Um, all right, so Clemson stands out to you as one of those teams. Did we talk about their schedule at all, Coach? I mean, they've got the game with Florida State. They got South Carolina at the end of the year. Do they? Who do they have? In the they have North Carolina. Who they got in They have NC State. I'm guessing nobody. Nobody. Oh, weird game, by the way, to open up. You know, they always have the big uh, first weekend, Sunday night, Monday night. Mm -hmm. You know, the Monday night game this year, week one. Yeah. What's up with that? I don't know. It's a pretty good game, though. What's up with that? An interesting game. Is it at Wallace Wade? Yes. Yes. Wallace Wade, folks. Going to be a lot of orange in the stadium. They do have FAU. A lot of t- a lot of folks like FAU uh, out of the AAC this year. Have I? Have you guys mentioned this about Clemson? Hmm. Who is their new offensive coordinator? Garrett Riley, dude. You're late to the party. Well, nobody's mentioned it. No, yet. nobody's mentioned it yet. We hadn't talked about Clemson. Well, now we are. Garrett Riley. <laughs> Garrett Riley is their new offensive coordinator. He won yes. the Broyles Award last year for top assistant in the country. And you think they're going to fail and, and be out of the top twenty-five? And I, and I and I think they are going to suck. It. <laughs> That's my hot take. Garrett Riley. Uh, they have a new coach and he's great, but they're going to stink. <laughs> Who's the quarterback at Texas this year? Is it Archer? Is it the Quinn? other guy? It's Ewers. Uh, Ewers. Ewers. Yeah. Ewers, yeah. yeah. The uh, high school kid that was getting NIL money. Actually, he had to go. He went to Ohio State first. Yeah, he went to Ohio State. He's already transferred, hadn't played a game. Or he played last year, I guess. He almost, he, he got started, hurt. He had started the game yeah. last year, yeah. How will old man... Um, River? No. Uh, Hartman do at Notre Dame. Look at this guy. Well, Better got, or worse? We got Paul Feinbaum It'll over be here. interesting because Reese left. And I don't know... Tommy Reese, former Notre Dame quarterback. Where is he? Where is he, Chandler? Oh, where is he at now? Yeah. I don't know. They lost their tight end. Alabama. Chandler. He went to Alabama. But, because Bill O'Brien went to the Patriots. But I'm curious to see, one, who's going to be their primary target on offense besides Sam, because it's like you got to kind of find the identity because they're not in like a conference where they don't have a preview and stuff like that. But Sam Hartman's been great. Let's see how he competes against non-ACC teams. I love watching Wake Forest play and roll up points. Where are they this year? Are they even receiving votes? No. Are they? They're way. Are they way down, Coach? They're a little down, but oh. I I think they're probably going to be better than people picking them. Yeah, they uh, love their coach and uh, and what they do offensively. All right, we got to take another break. We'll come back more with Coach Mack and the college football. What do we call ourselves? Panel. 
panel. Am I separate from this? Expert panel? No, you're a part of it. You showed your uh, your colors this segment, Chandler. You killed it. Thanks. You should be on College Game Day. What do you think, Coach? I think whatever book you were looking at during those 30 minutes was <laughs> We've fine. got all those. We got uh, Phil Steele's. Yeah. We got Phil Steele's backed up to 2003. Chandler. You were leafing through that Phil Steele. <laughs> yeah. Chandler's a speed reader, and he put it to good use during the break. Uh, we will take a timeout, come back. More to go. Hour one, Pirate Radio Live after this. Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Brown and Wood is your home of the best selection of GMC, Cadillac, Buick, and Mazda in eastern North Carolina since 1937. Shop their entire inventory today. Uh, and online at brownandwoodauto.com or visit them on Greenville Boulevard. Brown and Wood, Greenville's number one dealership and the home of the lifetime powertrain, uh, powertrain warranty. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Robert Matthews says y'all are definitely game day worthy. All you need is a Washington State flag in the background. Chandler's Dan- our course, though. Danny, can you put uh, like a Washington State flag back here? Uh, coming up Wednesday night, 8 o'clock, Sports Trivia at AJ is going to have a good time. Coach Mack has a trivia question for us right now. I saw you guys trying to bark at him to get his attention, so let's hear it. What's going on? I thought, we, did, did he skip his meds? What, what the heck? I was like, Coach, what did you say again? He's like... <laughs> All right. Hello. Six college basketball teams since 2019 have 100-plus wins. Is that the... Okay. I'm gonna go and, and here's the question. Here's the real question: How many guesses will it take you to get the six? Can you give us ten guesses? I can give you ten. Yeah, let's do that. Let's go ten. And, guesses. and you ain't. And that's can we be a team? Yeah, but can I go first? Sure, Gonzaga. All right. Yeah. Ding. All right. Thank you, Chandler. What do you think about Kansas? Thoughts on Kansas? I, I was thinking Duke. Duke. I feel like it's a flip of a coin. Like they're, I mean, they're, 2019 though. That's that's where I'm kind of questioning because I don't know if Duke's been perennial as that. I would say Kansas. Show think? me Kansas. Ding. All right. Two for two. How are we feeling about Chandler's Duke? Yeah. Good luck from here on. I just don't think they've been as good. I mean, maybe they very well could be, but I don't think they've been as good as since 20. What about like Carolina? No, no. They missed the tournament, and they weren't that good the year before. Um. It's not. I don't think it's Kentucky either. For, Virginia, like Arizona. Yeah, uh, you got, let me know when you have an official answer. Right. Um, he said, "Good luck with the rest of them." So there's got to be San Francisco. There's going to be there's going to be some of these teams that are winning 25 a game, like a like Charleston or something like. You know San what I'm saying? Who's that one team in Gonzaga's conference? St. Mary's. That's not bad. St. Mary's. Show me St. Mary's. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I thought we were on to something there. Dang it. San Francisco? No. Not the Dons. How about Yukon? I could get behind Nah, Yukon. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't like it. Okay. I don't like don't it. Don't say it then. Not going to say it. Uh, boy, this is making us look like idiots. Uh, I promise we're better than this. Tennessee. Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> 
Good old Rocky Top. Uh, Big Ten, Michigan the, State. The dulcet, the dulcet tones of yeah. Clip Rock. Can you give us like an East Coast or West Coast? Nope. Okay. <laughs> All right, Sounds let's good. just for the Marquette. sake. We gotta, we gotta move on. So let's just start naming some teams. Uh, Danny, name one. Michigan. All right. <laughs> Michigan State. <laughs> Chandler. Indiana. <laughs> Carolina. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, Duke. No, who's a um, Duke? Duke. <laughs> <laughs> Who dominates their their smaller conference every year? Is there? Is, is You've one? guessed eight so far. You got yeah. two. Bryant. Okay. Okay. Bryant. Nightmares. <laughs> Nightmares. Oh yeah. Don't say Bryant around an ECU baseball player. Uh, uh, give me. Show me. Show me the money. Please. Show me. Um, Furman. What is that? An official guess? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we got a guesses. VCU. What? VCU. VCU. No, you got right. two out of ten. All right, who we got? Houston. Jesus, oh, Louise. Oh, man, we're terrible. Get, how did you not get Because oh, we're idiots. Because we're college football guys. San exactly. Diego State. Okay, makes sense. Yeah. Baylor. Nah. They did win the Natty that one year. Yeah. The one you would have never gotten. Liberty. Hmm. You're Literally. right. Never. Remember the guy you liked very much from there? Baxter. Program? Big, big uh, fat point guard yep. center. Point center. Sorry, what? He used to just run the court. He would get a rebound, dribble up the court, back, back his down. guy in, and lay it in. It was uh, awesome. That's beautiful. And I fi- we followed each other on Twitter after they beat ECU. I was such a big fan of his. <laughs> What's, uh, who else? Was that it? Yeah. Oh, that's six. Okay. Yeah, six. Liberty. Two out of six. We should have stopped when we were After two starting two. He's like, all right, next segment. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, did we have anything else? Um, Who's going to win the Heisman? Who's your all? Caleb Williams, wins? quarterback. He's Caleb he's Williams, USC. USC. He will be the first back-to-back Heisman winner since in since Archie Griffin. But the, they the only way he can win it is if they, we had this discussion before. The, the only way he can win it is if they win their league, and I'm not sure they're going to. I hope they do. Well, you know who I'd like to see it? Who is going to win their league and who is going to be really good? Brock Bowers from Georgia. We talked about it a moment ago. That'd be cool to see a tight end win. They but he's not. Like I said, they don't even let them in the Hall the, of Fame. I think the only one that, and he's the one of the, I guess, projected, but the only one that has a chance that's not a quarterback is Marvin Harrison. Well, who's the Michigan running back that was Corum that got hurt? Corum, yeah. So he's back, right? Yeah, but it, but he's going to share carries with Donovan Edwards, so he's not going to get a ton of yards. And he's not going to have a great opener against sure East Carolina's defensive line. I'm sure there's going to be a Wisconsin <laughs> running back that has like three games of 300 They got plus a new yards. offense, though. Hey, Danny, new offense, though. I got news for you. What do you got? They are going to be wide open now. But they do have a great runner coming back. They're going to spread it out and chunk it around because they brought in who? I mean, Fickle's the, the head coach. coordinator from South Carolina. Okay. Where and is, they um, brought in a QB too, right? Who's their quarterback? Because I saw Mertz. Uh, Mordecai went, from uh, uh, Tanner, 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 Tanner Mordecai. Mordecai. SMU. Yeah. So well, they're where did um, Carolina's OC go? Guy with the kind of shaved flat top head. You know what I'm talking about? Nope. Short stubby. Where did he go? <laughs> Isn't that your nickname? No, my nickname's Moxie. <laughs> Moxie Man. I uh, do not know Danny Bill. Mac, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, and I could have it wrong. I thought the South Carolina guy went to Wisconsin, but now that you've said that, I'm questioning myself. I'm looking you think up. it might be the North Carolina guy? What did Phil Steele say, Cam? 
So it's Phil Longo. Longo, yeah. Phil Longo is the offensive coordinator at Wisconsin. He's coming from North Carolina. There it is. Okay. I knew there was a connection there. When you said that, I said, I got this backwards. Good work. Uh, Next week, Coach, we'll have some games to preview. That'll be fun. Games to preview. And I've reached out to some folks. Uh, Terrell Owens is uh, set up for the podcast. We don't have a date yet. And uh, uh, he's actually with Dion right now. Uh, coaching wide receivers or do, or speaking to the wide receivers or whatever they're doing but he's out there in Colorado right now and talked to Laura Oakman uh, from Fox Sports NFL uh, and she's going to be on coming up and uh, got a couple more in awesome. the, in the hopper. Big Mac so. making moves. So uh, T.O. and Laura Oakman and L.O. That's my coach right there. That's my coach. That's my coach. That's my 3 o'clock Tuesday kiss. <laughs> Coach Mag, awesome I'll stuff. I'll try to have him on when you all aren't around. <laughs> <laughs> eh, that sounds about right. All right, Coach. Um, yeah, I, I had Chase on uh, Sunday, and he was chasing Michael McDowell around the track. And uh, Chase could win this week. You going to bet him again? Mm, where are they? Watkins Glen. Wait, is that a road course? Yes. Back to back. Yes. It, well, the other one is technically well, a rover, that was but the yes. rover. But uh, I th- that's where Chase got his first win. I'm getting older and more like Mac every day. I don't like you, Coach. I don't like the. I, I don't like myself either. So you're right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we like you. So no, that's you're good. lying because you all you do is bring up the games we lost. Never did it once today, and I don't think I have in three weeks. And you know what we didn't talk about today at all. We never mentioned transfer portal, NIL, or conference realignment. Thank you, Lord. We Good. did it. Give Woo! yourself a big hand. And Mac wanted it to be that way. And uh, I, I want to shake his hand. I want to shake his hand. God. Good work, Coach Mac. All right, maybe we'll hit all that with Mully in hour two. Mully Man will join us next when <laughs> we return. Pirate Radio Live on a Tuesday. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by the KT Pub Group, featuring great local places to eat, like the Dap House, the Sidebar, and Christie's Euro Pub. Follow them on social media for the latest specials and more. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. When you walk through the doors of Villa Verde, you'll experience the sights, sounds, and smells of authentic Dominican flavors. Villa Verde is inviting you to come by this summer and try some of their amazing empanadas, famous red snapper, grouper bites, Cuban sandwich, and more. Relax on the patio with a fresh mojito or cold beer while enjoying one of their out-of-this-world desserts like the rum pineapple cake. Villa Verde on 10th Street, a platform for good and a proud supporter of the Pirate Nation. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Back with your Pirate Radio Live. When we do this, we usually do it to kick off the show, but... Uh, Steve, P1 listener, viewer, is day two in the hospital, Shirley, and uh, he wants to hear some sound effects. Can we do it real quick? Yeah, sure. All right, let's run through them. Steve says, Clippo! By the way, Atticus, uh, who was responsible for that, was at the Braves-Yankees game last night, rooting on his Yankees, and uh, Braves smacked him around. Steve also says burgly, uh, uh, a burgly, burgly, Go Gator, Go Gator. I'm a former long snapper. Year, I'm a former long snapper. So. Swinging dingers, swinging dingers. It was in the man section. It was in the man section. Girl. <sighs> All right. 
Ric Flair. Woo! Ric Flair. Uh-huh. Woo! Tell him to put some ranch on it. Oh, there it is. Well done, Shirley Rhodes. All right. Jerry says, stop stirring the pot when you have Mully on. You need to treat him with great respect. Thank you. Just a ton of respect. ton of respect for Mike Mullis. Mully, how you doing, man? Good, buddy. How are you? Doing great. Uh, (laughs) Mike P., we're not going to bring that up today. Uh, Jamie says, Mully is a bleep stirrer. After last week's show, he said it himself. Hey, look, we've all moved on. We've all grown spiritually, mentally, physically, and we're all good to go. Yep. <laughs> Molly, what's on your mind today? Uh, you know what? I was just I just looked at you asking me. Dick Brown is uh, yeah at the USM. He's I think he's tied for or in 153rd place. So not not exactly where he'd want to be, but it looks like he still goes out. This you're guaranteed uh, 36. So he's playing yesterday and today. I think that's right. Yeah. So, yeah. all right. So he's on the outside looking in. Looks like the uh, the leader. Reattach my glasses here. I just saw a minute ago. Um, let's see. Where's the leader? Seven under. Blades Brown. Blades. Get Blades, out of here. Blades Brown. No. That's a, that's a nice golf name. No. Seven under. Eight under for the tourney. People, we can't name. Our- I could see him on the leaderboard in like the next five or six years blades brown sounds more like a hockey player to me blades of steel blades of glory blades brown wait your clubs are blades you hit a smaller face iron they're called blades yep mm, smaller face would be a pretty name smaller smaller, fra- smaller face brown <laughs> yeah that, that's a name uh molly watched some softball with you over the weekend yeah the girls that, uh man. finishing runner up yeah what yeah, an they, event, though. No, awesome. man, what a cool deal. And I, I say cool. What It was the coolest hot deal ever. Man, wow. it was freaking hot out there. But uh, what a great atmosphere. I mean, this community just continues to turn out in support of uh, youth athletics. And, yeah, pretty cool. I, I, you know, it would uh, have been really neat if they pulled it off. And I think they had it uh, right where they wanted it. But, uh, you know, you've got uh, young athletes out there playing. Anything can happen. But, yeah, great run by them. And uh, they got to be fired up. And I, I wonder – I would think the crash for those young ladies after this was all finally said and done, I'm sure there was some exhausted uh, exhausted kids and very little summer left for them to turn around and get recharged and, uh, you know, back to school. The year the Braves won the World Series, they got by Milwaukee, and I remember that series. It was who, who can touch these Milwaukee starters. It's in a series like this, it's going to be almost impossible to beat them. Braves won that. Then they had the big, bad Dodgers after that. And to me, that was almost better than the World Series beating the Dodgers. Right. They were able to get by the Astros. I bring that up because you, uh, Winterville, the Pitt County All-Stars, beating Texas felt like a major accomplishment. Got that done. And beating the other North Carolina team. Like, they had to go through a, a hell of a road that just bracket, to get to where That bracket were. was incredibly difficult. Yeah. So by the time they knocked them off... Uh, did they have anything left in the tank? Kudos to New York. But, man, uh, just a major accomplishment beating the teams they did and, and getting behind early, losing the first game and making it to the end, no matter what sport, what format, that is uh, difficult to do. We talk about it all the time with, like, the American baseball tournament and things like that. Uh, it's tough to do. They were able to to get there and just uh, not quite win it, Molly. Well, you know, when you think back, uh, another sporting event that kind of brings that thought to to, to, to front of my mind is uh, the the do you believe in miracles hockey win where you know they beat Russia nobody nobody recalls the fact that they had to play another game to win the medal 
You remember that? That, that was oh, right. Yeah. That was like the the game to get to the to the gold medal round. So, yeah, I, in Texas, man, they came in had to be heavy favorites. They were returning, uh, from my understanding, basically all their players. Uh, you know, and from from a, a World Series championship winning team last year. So, yeah, great run for them. I I tell you what was neat, man. That night. Uh, Sunday night, uh, get home and and uh, quite frankly, we, we went to cook uh, wings on the grill and one of the kids, one of the boys was tending the grill and man, that I, I don't think he did anything wrong, but the grill just it was crazy. It flamed up and just burned. And so I said, look, we'll we'll call some wings in to uh, TVs. We'll go pick them up and we had all the sides, whatever. So we run up there to get you know twenty wings and both teams, both of the girls. And you know what? There was as little animosity as could possibly be imagined from two teams that had just competed uh, as hard as they could against each other. Uh, they were just kind of in there hanging out and, you know, enjoying dinner. And it was it was kind of cool. I mean, it was it was it was the beauty of athletics. Awesome. Uh, great stuff. And I uh, just hope that thing can continue on. It's going to be here at least another two years. More. Yeah, I think that's what the contract number is. But, I, you know, kind of just in chatting with some of the folks running around in Little League shirts and not sure at what level who was that I was talking to. But it it seems like Little League is very, very happy with Greenville and uh, vice versa. Uh, so, you know, maybe we can see this be a long term engagement. And and according to those folks, again, I, I don't I don't know one from the other what color shirt meant what, but it sure seemed like uh, it was their vote. If they have a vote that that this becomes home for this event as long as uh, as long as Greenville will have them. Awesome. That's uh, great to hear. Uh, John has a request, Shirley. Uh, John wants to hear a Brian Bailey laugh. It, it always lifts the spirits to hear the Brian Bailey, Wes Hines laugh, if uh, we can get that for John. While Shirley's looking, Jamie has a question for Molly. says, Connor Norby is getting love. Gavin Williams, Burley also are. Is it time to start paying more attention to Zach Agnos? Don't hear much talk about him moving up. So we talked about this yesterday. He's got 23 saves this year for a guy that didn't pitch a lot at East Carolina, but he sure did pitch in some big moments for East Carolina. Yep. How about that, Molly? That's a hell of a stat. And also, baseball stats can be deceiving. Win and uh, all that stuff. 23 out of 25. That's a pretty good number for him. Yeah, I think there's probably organizationally a lot of, like, you know, cautious optimism with him because he is new at this part of the game. So it's probably going to be a little slower gestation period to let him develop and, uh, you know, become what they see him becoming. So, I mean, I think it's, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's that we necessarily, he needs the fanfare right now. I think it's just, enjoy what he's doing and just give him a chance to develop yeah and like as a closer does he have i don't know he's kind of shorter i seem like closers are taller i don't know you know that's kind of funny what was the kid from uh with the braves that played at state that went straight to the big leagues after he got popped little short guy um I'll think of it in a minute. He, he wasn't there very long, but you, you know, you go back and you had, you've had the Billy Wagners of the world. I mean, yeah, there have been guys yeah. uh, that you know that have been uh, that we, we've seen that, and it's not that he's um, you know Jose Altuve short. He's no. just not. He's not what you think about. But in, then again, in, there's in not a, a ton of like small pitchers. Like I was thinking, Mike Hampton. Like there's not a really long no, list of. of there, there's not, and, and it's it's the levers, and you like the stride length, and the closer they deliver the ball to the plate, and you know all these things that that kind of add up to be the 
the kind of prototypical guy that they're looking for, but they must have really liked Agnos to take a guy who had not pitched. They took him with a really good draft pick. Uh, you know, they lined his pockets and, and sent him out. And uh, I mean, it obviously it wasn't a multi-million dollar deal, but but it was enough to to you know to, to get him out of Greenville and, and get him pursuing his pro career. And for a guy that had had it admittedly. He really wanted to be a position player, so there must have been enough intrigue there and enough really positive conversation. And clearly, he's making the most of of the opportunity that he's been given. Well, you were talking about um, Seth Manus off the air and describing him how he didn't really have the measurables and all that stuff. But what did he do when he was a gamer? Uh, Agnos, he, he's a gamer. Like yeah, he was a not player. the fastest guy. Like. But who else would you want up or who else would you want on the mound in a clutch situation a couple years ago? It was him. He he would get it done. Yeah, I mean, at the plate, fielding a ground ball, uh, turn a double play, on the bump. I mean, yeah, again – He's a baseball player, and it, it's you, you know you have guys that are strictly pitchers. You have guys that that are are kind of in cookie cutter type roles. Uh, Agnos was the guy that could do a lot for you, especially at the college level, and uh, again has made that move over to being a pitcher. And I, I don't I don't anticipate you'll see him hit or play shortstop in the big leagues, but uh, you know his opportunity is on the mound, and you know good for him. And I mean it's it's really crazy if you really dive deep into into minor league baseball into professional baseball, even to the independent ranks with. I mean, the Florence y'alls have become kind of East Carolina of South Carolina. Yeah. And, you know, they're, they're doing big things and uh, a lot of stuff out there today on social media about uh, a couple of the guys hooking up with Gavin uh, on a road trip when they were apparently in Cincinnati. So I think Hoover and Spivey may be hooking up with, uh, you know, with Gavin, which is really cool to see those guys come back together. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's... There is a lot of success being had by lots of pirates at, at all levels of, of professional baseball, and you know, and, and I mean, let's. There's a lot going on in football right now that 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 piques pirate fans' uh, interest. We'll get to that in a moment, Molly. As a a coach and a former catcher who has a close relationship with the pitcher, like at what point, if any, does what happens to Gavin with the Guardians start to? affect him or get into his head he just keeps going out there five innings 10 k's pitched great the other day didn't get a win um he has one win and he's one and three his era continues to drop at what point does it ever get to you i mean i everybody's different yeah but and, from and, what you've and, seen and Gavin, pitchers you've talked to and gavin is such an even kill guy right right like he's gonna take it as it comes if you were more emotional maybe that maybe, maybe that's a maybe yeah. that's a problem but he's gonna go out there take the ball do his job he knows he has one job to do and that's you know dominate the zone and and get guys out uh so he's gonna continue to do that he can't do anything about offensive production every coach in the world t- tells every player in the world uh control what you can control there's nothing gavin williams can do about run support all he can do is minimize the runs that are allowed and and he's done an amazing job of, of doing that and I think you just every outing he's gotten a little bit better right I mean even if the strikeouts yeah. weren't as you know he went from 12 to 10 okay whatever but the, the walks have gone down the the efficiency with pitches uh, has gone up uh, you know he's he's commanding he's commanding those out pitches and that's a huge deal and we're seeing you know kind of talk about tunneling pitches where one pitch looks like the next one and you know you're seeing 98 out of one spot and then right behind that 88 mile an hour breaking ball out of the out of the same spot but you know across the plate so um, he's pitching like a pro and I think he's realizing that he belongs and and that's a big part of it to know that you're you know you're where you're supposed to be and you can compete there and you know you keep going out there and, and, and again just having professional outings 
Jamie says, Gavin may have to call Mike Trout and get some advice on playing for bad teams. Uh, Jack says, does it even matter this year because these games don't matter for Cleveland? I don't, I don't know if I understand your question, but it certainly matters for Gavin and his individual performance. Well, and you got to remember when Gavin joined the team, they were a half a game out or maybe one game up. I mean, they were right there in the mix, although they were a 500 baseball team. They're four and a half back now. Yeah, they were they were right there. And, the, you know, the, again, let's go around the Indians lineup. It's it, it's nearly impossible, right? I mean, it's, it's not like it's littered with you know big name guys and, and nowhere near what you see with with the better teams so um I, you know i look man Gavin, this this benefits Gavin in so many ways. Number one, he's learning how to be a pro at the highest level. That's immeasurable. And he's quite frankly doing it without having to be under the microscope of the playoffs or having to do – if those things happen, they just happen. Uh, and, you know, it, he could put himself in a position to be desirable by another team. Uh, or he could keep pitching with the Cleveland Indians forever – or, sorry, the Cleveland Guardians forever, uh, have a great career and, you know, make lots of money and, and get to play the game that he loves. Molly, you're familiar with uh, Justin Steele from the Cubs, lefty pitcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so I was not super aware of him. I, I knew the name Steele, uh, and Danny had mentioned him about a month ago. And since then, I've paid more attention to him, and I've seen him on an interview. He's this country boy from Mississippi and a uh, cool dude, great pitcher. But he was doing an interview, and they asked him something to the effect of, you know, would you rather – have a an ERA under three and be one and seven because you can't get run support, or be fourteen and five with a, a five three ERA or whatever. And he said, "I would rather have the low ERA." And his point was, even if we're winning, if my ERA is over five, I'm not going to be around long. No, they're yeah. going to find somebody else and, with the yeah. And it's so, so it's a weird. At some you know point, they're in the business of them, right? It's, they got to. It's got to be their their. It's their business. It's it's Gavin Williams Incorporated. So yeah, um, yeah. No, he's um, he's got to be mindful. And I will tell you, you know, sometimes when you pitch for teams and you're not getting run support, you try to do a little bit more than maybe you're capable of. Uh, if you think you're going to go out there and strike out double digits every time you go out, you're probably going to find yourself in trouble. Uh, but, I, you know, it's um, – yeah, he's got to be mindful of, of his numbers. And, again, a lot of times when these decisions are made, yeah, there's there's people that have viewed and people that have seen him play or whatever, and there's video to go along with it. But a lot of it is a is a sheet of paper and a conversation about um, here's, here's a stat line that replaces another stat line that makes us better. So – you know, yeah, they've got to be mindful. Jack, uh, thank you. I understand your question now. Sometimes it's tough in the context of reading it on a screen, but he says Gavin's going out there trying to pitch the best he can, but you got to wonder how much he cares if they score more runs or not because he's saying this season's kind of a wash. At this point, maybe he is. But he's saying for Gavin – his only focus right now is what he's doing, and he can't care about the hitter. So I do agree with that. Well, I, well I, let's let's also not forget the fact that this dude grew up, and all he ever wanted to do was pitch in the big leagues. He's living the dream. So he is living the dream. He gets the chance to do, toe the bump at the highest level of the sport that he's you know spent his whole life uh, developing himself for and getting better at, and uh, he's paid his dues. He's 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 worked his way. I mean, this stuff doesn't happen easily. Uh, so he's worked himself into this position, and I mean, I've had people, you know, say, "Well, why do you play the major league?" Well, because I wasn't good enough, and you don't understand how how good these guys are that play at this level. So, and how many guys are trying to take their job right, every day? That's right. And Gavin's proven that he belongs there, and this is an opportunity for him to continue to prove that. Stephen Allen, 
says Joey Devine. Joey Devine. Was That's exactly who it was. Thank you, Stephen. Yeah. Well done. You know, he was what? Five nine, something like that. Yep, good call. And he could get it up there, uh, hundred miles an hour, and you know it, he was the uh, heir apparent to being the Braves closer forever, and you know, it just didn't work out for him. Uh, Joey from out of left field. Well, he's uh, not here through Wednesday, which is kind of cheap to say this when he's not here. He says, "Can Mully even long snap? Can Mully? Can I long snap? Yeah, sure. All right. I mean, I'm no." I mean, I'm no Chandler, but you, do you think you could yeah, do it? Ten snaps, I was, and I could, I could be Chandler. I was out at f- football practice this morning, and I was tempted by no other than Ryan McManus. I'm sitting there doing video, and I hear Chandler, Chandler. I'm looking. I'm like, oh, oh it's Ryan McManus. He's like, you trying to snap today? And I'm like, what? And yeah, why could you? Why would you not do that, Chandler? This is your That's spot. a fulfillment of a dream. But that was about the time that media people had to. And besides, I was you were wanted- invited by a coach, by one of the big wigs out there. I mean, it's maybe, not like maybe you- it was bait. It could have been bait. It's not like you got to get loose to snap a ball between your legs. Wait, what was he baiting you for? Like, what was the I payoff? Didn't want, I, didn't, was- I, I didn't want to get in trouble. Uh, he was trying to get you in trouble. And if you can't get loose in a hurry today. You got to stretch really good. <laughs> yeah. You got to get really stretched You got to stretch out. really good. You got to stretch out. You got to stretch really good. good. And get punched in the nose. Uh, Russ says, "No, I didn't get punched in the nose." And Eric, yeah, Eric, there's a lot of Cal Ripken talk going on that I'm just not going to bring up. Well, it's 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 it would be cheap and petty right. at this point. Yeah, petty like Tom. Russ says, "Can we talk about stupid Biff?" Is saying they're going to be they're going to the national championship game. I did not see that. Uh, he did say. Um, I can't remember what uh, what exactly was said, but he was like, "Oh, they're doing a docu series that's going to be available on ESPN right. Plus. Yeah, they're doing, that. and they're doing they're they're aiming to do twelve episodes." But he 15. said, "All right, I was getting there, but they're aiming to do twelve episodes." But they he told the people the I guess the crew he said you need to be prepared to do fifteen. That will get him to the natty. <laughs> yeah. Does he it, think it, he's con- still- conference championship, semifinal, national championship? Does he think he's still at Michigan? You think? I, think he's a little confused? I think, he, I, I think he's crazy. I tell you what. I think he's absolutely. I insane. take look. I, I, tell think, you, I think he smoked one too many cigars. Is what, what I think. I tell you what. We're sitting here talking about him. So yes, I mean, it's and I know, appreciate him. Yeah. And I want Charlotte to lose every game this year. Oh, so, it'd be hilarious. He has put him and his team on the radar. Mission accomplished on that part of it. Sure. How about uh, our boy uh, Dilfer? Trent Dilfer? Did? Yeah, see what he did? 500000 a year for the next five years back to uh, assistant coaches. Hey, here's my question. Is that just job security? Like, hey, <laughs> I, hey here, I'm going to commit to five years. That's not a bad idea. I'm going to commit to five years. I'm going to give you half a million back. Uh, but if I'm not here, you're not getting my half a million. Yeah. So, I mean, they got to go, well, you know what? I mean, it's worth it to keep him here. First off, we've got a guy that... What are they paying? They pay them what a million and a half, something like that. So yeah. I mean, they're saving you know thirty percent. Uh Jamie says Chandler was scared. Still doesn't have it. It's understandable. Hmm. I mean, give me a football. There was no football around. He just asked if I wanted to snap. Molly, give me a football. Football, what football, what football practice. Football practice. Not around me. I'm sitting there doing my job. Like if you say, "Hey, here's a football." Go and snap it. I won't even stretch. I'll live life on the wild side. 
I'll, I'll snap a ball for the first time in years without stretching, and it's going to be on. All right. By the way, Trenton Dill for five-year deal. He's being paid $1.3 million per year. Okay. Until the end of the 2027 season. And he doesn't even need that job. And he doesn't even need that job. He doesn't job, even really right? want it. His wife told him to take it. Whatever. He's just chilling. I don't really like his attitude. So I, I don't got, like your attitude. Yeah. Pretty good deal for the assistants, though, right? I mean, pretty good deal yeah. for deal for the assistants. Mm-hmm. Pretty good deal for the assistants. See, that's how it works. We all <laughs> we all we, we workshopped it and we nailed it. Molly's looking at his watch. Uh, you're about to leave. No, I, I just I had a had a text. Anything else going on? I mean, lots of stuff. High school. Shout football. out to um, and you mentioned it earlier. Uh, the Pirates and the Pros look pretty good. How about I mean. Ehlers and Mitchell made a serious case to make their rosters. Ryan Jones had a catch. Our guy Isaiah Winstead, two targets, two catches, graded high according to PFF. If you pay attention to that stuff, Oof. so He's everybody the receiver, yeah, everybody doing their part to doing what they can, controlling what they can control. That's all I, you know. Go out and play and take advantage of every opportunity. And I mean, you know, but yeah, uh, high school football kicks off all over the place this weekend. I guess last week we had uh, the. Um, jamborees or the scrimmages were kind of held and so it'd be a lot of fun to see how all the uh how the local teams fare high school huddle coming up on friday morgan aylers will be hosting the high school huddle mully and uh jp2 yeah they, boy they kick off yep kick off this week with wake prep wake prep gonna be fun all right uh russ says i can't wait to chant unc concord as charlotte walks out the tunnel Lame. gotta be t- i gotta tell you i don't think that's gonna catch on russ <laughs> Uh, now he does have something here though he says ask me more than two questions so i I think hollering at biff hey i got questions i got questions for you maybe that'll work the unc concord i'm going to tell you that's that's a chant that's not going to get going you know the the um origin of the 49ers anybody got anything on that i I happen to have heard a story and i don't know how factual the charlotte 49ers you would see charlotte 49ers uh people from the coast went out west and they didn't go out west far enough but they were searching for gold in the mountains okay um no um the highway that runs in front of unc charlotte is highway 49 that's it that's what I've heard. I grew up there, and that was kind of we used to try to figure out where where does Forty ers come from, and maybe somebody has a more logical answer. Uh, but that was what I had heard when growing up. So I just yeah, it's kind of not very exciting. I just read this. It said, uh, unlike football, San Francisco Forty ers the Charlotte Forty ers earned their nickname not because of gold rushes, but because of nineteen forty nine. When the University of North Carolina and Charlotte was saved from bankruptcy and transformed into the present day university, that's still weak. What yeah. if they would if if it was nineteen fifty? Would it just be the fifties? The fifties. <laughs> yeah. I would like that. Name. Highway Elevens. Mike P said J.K. Dobbins got back on the field quick after he saw Keaton. That'll make somebody return to practice. Yeah, look, I don't know how they get rid of Keaton, and if they do, I don't know if somebody else doesn't make a pretty quick move to there pick him up. Man, if he can make uh, help a team returning special teams, man, he's oh, yeah. Dave Maggot. That's who Ooh, he reminds that, me of. Look at that little <laughs> maggot. That's who he reminds me of. Your Panthers. Uh, I tell you what, they look good. Uh, is that supposed to be funny i mean it looked it was awful it was bad terrible terrible it's a preseason game well you know what you can't get everybody's saying correct things right now they look terrible it's a preseason game it looked terrible but you can't say we are terrible after one preseason game you're terrible i can say that after one preseason game what what how many wins what do you think 
At least eight. Oh, I'll take that. What do we? What's the wager? We'll do that off there. We uh, got to get the Justin. Order Barrett. wings at tiebreakers. All right, we'll do it on the air. Okay. Well, no, we're, it's going to be some better than that because this is a lock. <laughs> okay. Molly's a lock. Let me check real quick to see what their Vegas total is. The over under, I believe, is like seven and a half. Okay, so right on. Uh, let's see. We got the Carolina Panthers coming to you live from Charlotte area, North Carolina, seven and a half. Mm-hmm. So Molly's going under, Chandler's going over. I'll go over. Simple as that. Yeah. Just, just give me eight wins, baby. Okay. Good luck. What's your Packers uh, over under? Oh, who cares? Probably about the same thing. I'm going to say lower. Think so? Let's see. The Pack Green Bay Packers. I was behind a car in uh, Greenville, North Carolina today, and it said, I'm an owner, was the license plate. And the license plate, what do you call it? The thing around it? Frame. That's a good word. (laughs) I said, I have stock or whatever. Yeah, So I saw a Packers owner today riding down the road. Uh, take us to break, Shirley. Why don't I see the Packers? Somebody help me. Where's their team? Packers, Packers, Packers. Seven and a half, right yep. on the dot. Go. Molly, thanks for hanging out. Yeah, enjoyed it. Enjoyed it, man. Have a good rest of your week. Okay, buddy. Y'all too. We'll uh, take a break. When we return, Justin Bear, ECU Marketing, joins us. We'll talk about how crappy his Browns are going to be. We'll keep the, the chat going. I got a question. What's the Browns win total this year? It's not seven and a half. I got a question. What is that bear doing? The Browns' win total is nine. It's nine and a half. Molly. Nine and a half. Nine and a half for the wow. Browns. Yeah. Let's talk to Justin about that. Uh, we're gonna talk the bear. ECU athletics and more when we return. Pirate Radio Live got a question for Justin. You can get it in Facebook or X or uh, YouTube as well. Back with you on Pirate Radio Live after this. And you told me not to try. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by the KT Pub Group, featuring great local places to eat, like the Dap House, the Sidebar, and Christie's Euro Pub. Follow them on social media for the latest specials and more. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Your vehicle is a big part of your life. That's why you should trust the team at Greenville Auto World for all things automotive. Greenville Auto World is now under new ownership by the Cook Management Group, but still believes in fair prices, superior service, and treating customers right. Tommy Cook and his team now have five dealerships in eastern North Carolina with a fully stocked inventory of SUVs, trucks, and cars. For sales or service, visit Greenville Auto World on Highway 43 or GreenvilleAutoWorld.net. Pirates supporting pirates. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. I'm back with you, Pirate Radio Live. I'm reading a story out of the New York Post. It says a group called the Native American Guardians Association, or NAGA, NAGA, N-A-G-A, is demanding the Washington Commanders change their name back to the Redskins. Demanding, not asking, not. They're not commanding. (laughs) They are. That's pretty good. Commanding that Washington changed their name back to the Redskins, organizing support for the name reversal with a petition that has gained more than 90,000 signatures. Uh, He says, This line in the sand moment reinforces undeniable history of the Native American 
assisting the founding of america with native american principles used by the founding fathers in the u.s constitution all right so um i have said that the only way ever and it's never going to change back but the only way it would be possible is if a native american group did something such as this you think they're gonna go to cleveland too maybe get the indians back too justin bears here hey justin hello Clint. um what's that bear doing, what's that bear doing? he's talking uh, sports with us today <laughs> help the bear all right let's get all our bear jokes in let's do it we got we got another 30 seconds let's go <laughs> um yeah i don't know I, I think guardians is a it's still weird to say but it's a cooler name because it actually has some meaning yeah in does. cleveland yeah. right it still sounds weird to me commanders has no meaning at all what is a commander nobody can answer that what's our logo it's a boring w so i'm cool with changing that again uh we'll see if this goes anywhere but it is uh it's they talking about wanting to, the new ownership group wanting to change the name wasn't that one of the things they said yeah. when they bought it yeah um mike p says <laughs> nah <laughs> i'm not i don't yeah <laughs> not gonna change the name back anyways not gonna change the name back anyways um skip says clip for 2024 play-by-play for football and basketball justin can you run that over to play fly let them yeah uh, i'll take that up the up the ladder yeah see what they say yeah. i think i'm cool with the play fly people um anything else here before we move along are you sure about that <laughs> uh, okay we'll move on jo- uh, jack says ask justin if they are bringing back that big ecu flag uh it is not in the plans right at the moment uh that was a coca-cola sponsorship obviously we are no longer a coca-cola school so um if somebody wanted to pay the money to bring it back we would but not in the plans right at the moment all right there you go if you have any great questions for justin such as that you can pass those along justin uh exciting times about Mm -hmm. to get cranked up uh with football with volleyball we talked to adler augustine uh earlier gary higgins i think yeah uh volleyball's got scrimmage thursday awesome so uh, a lot going on but let's talk football and let's talk uh fan engagement we need to get the fans engaged justin how are you going to go about doing that well, you know, we're hoping to keep pushing our season ticket number up. You know, the more people in there, the better. Um, so that's the first thing, hoping to keep seeing that. We're pretty happy with the number right now, but um, always could have more. Um, I think it's right around 15,000 right now. So uh, on track for where we kind of wanted to be, but would always love more. But uh, for the fan engagement side, I think we're doing some, we're going to try to do some cool new things. Uh, we are upgrading the kids zone again. Uh, the Rogers family uh, has contributed some some money, and they've been working with us pretty closely um, to do that. So, what kind of stuff we got in the kids zone? We're gonna have a bunch of big inflatables, uh, including a uh, a kicking simulator type thing. Like, there's gonna be a big field goal post. So, maybe Chandler can go out there and, and long snap for for some yeah. kids to kick some field goals. Good idea. I like, like it. You know, Good idea. There you go. That could be part of the attraction where yeah. you have former long snapper available. Local local celebrity. Local celebrity, Chandler former Honeycutt. long snapper. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you would just have to miss part of the game. Is that yeah. okay? Hi, did we score? <laughs> <laughs> Hurry up and snap me the ball. I mean, there's, there's t- there'll be TVs in there so you can just watch on the TV. Perfect. Yeah, there you go. Uh, one of my, you know, when I think of favorite childhood memories, it's going to Dowdy Ficklin Stadium as a kid and not necessarily watching the game. Yeah. It's like back then we would have grassy areas where we would just play football. Now yeah. you have actual cool stuff for kids to do. Yeah, I mean, that's the biggest thing is, I mean, we, you know, football games, three hours, three and a half hours. I mean, 
I can hardly sit still for three, three and a half hours. So we know kids, you know, they just need to have their time to run out. And honestly, there's some kids that show up, their kid, they show up, you know, at kickoff and then they don't leave until we shut it down the third quarter. Um, but yes, yeah, so, I mean, that was a big thing. It's just, and for parents, it's like, we want to go to this game, but yeah. like, what about the kids? Well, yeah. take the kids and yeah. uh, they can check out the kids zone. For exactly. Part of the game. Yeah. So that's a big thing. Uh, another big thing. We're, we're very close to finalizing a new DJ for this season. Um, so DJ Shirley Rhodes, not DJ Shirley Rhodes. DJ CZ Breezy, mm, maybe DJ D Rock. He'll be in Greenville. Uh, it's still life this Thursday. Nice. Um, so yeah, that's one of the things we're. <laughs> uh, Justin, we're gonna say a lot of dumb stuff during I... this interview. Your job is to totally bypass it, like you did right there. Your yeah. job, Great job. Your job is to bear See, with it. Uh... <laughs> See the ba- here's the bad. Help the bell. Here's the bad thing is that sometimes I like to descend into the stupidity. <laughs> and you so got to stop. I've got to stop. I've got to yeah. at least get my few few plugs in here, uh, and then the second half we can just talk about whatever. <laughs> so all right. So uh, what does the stadium DJ do? Uh, I mean, he'll play all the music. Um, I don't know how much I should say, but... Okay. Uh, what are you hiding from us? <laughs> I, it's very close to being done and finalized. Yeah. Um, but I think, All right. Well, stay tuned for news we, on that. Yeah. Stay tuned for news. We should... Uh, I think we're going to release something next week with kind of all the new things coming to Dottie Ficklin. Um, another big thing is John Gilbert's been working pretty hard with Airmark. Um, so they're the Aramark Sports Division. Yeah. So now we are. So Aramark has two divisions. They have higher education and sports and entertainment. We are now working with sports and entertainment as opposed to the higher education side. So um, we're hoping for some big upgrades there. Um, but we've been working pretty hard on that. So that's another thing should be rolling out next week. I think a lot of the kind of new things for this show be coming out next week. And I think it was Ryan Robinson last mm-hmm. week who told us just more points of sale. And yeah, that's, like that. that's going to be the big thing. Uh, just more points of sale to keep things keep things moving, hopefully. Good. Yeah. Uh, for fans that are coming in. Yep. For uh, what I'm calling the game of the year, Marshall. Must I mean, that is it's a monster, win. monster game. Yep. We Two need circles it. on that. Need it. Yep. I circled it. Chandler came behind me, put another circle yep. on it. Double circle. Uh, let's see. All right, Justin, what else? Um... For football. For football. Um, the other big thing, uh, Marshall game, we are gonna I think there's gonna be some some players from our team from that game that are coming back and they're gonna be recognized. Potentially some some members of the Marshall community will also be coming for that game. So um, it should be very cool. The night before we'll do the uh, we're doing a ceremony for for Jeff Charles. That, and, I was gonna ask yeah. about that. So what what did, okay, speak on Yeah, that. I I don't know a lot of details about it, but it's gonna be a, an event, a dinner, I think, that's gonna you know, honor and recognize Jeff um, before that. Um, we're trying to figure out what we're doing in, in terms of recognitions and things like that for him during the game. Um, I think they're going to name maybe the home radio booth or something. I don't know what their name exactly, but um, up there in his in his honor on Friday night. But then we'll see Saturday. Okay. Uh, there is a football luncheon, a back-to-football. Yeah. When is that event? Kick, kickoff luncheon is Monday. Uh, we have some tables still available. So um, event starts at noon. Doors open 1130. Uh, Coach Houston... Uh, Coach Harrell, Coach uh, Kirkpatrick will all speak. Uh, Sam Jones will be catering the event. So if you like some good barbecue, uh, do that. It's $30 a person, or you can get a whole table for 300 Table of 10. All right, coming up. So that's Monday. Yep. Before that, on Saturday, Saturday. a huge day. Yep. We will have uh, a scrimmage that we'll be covering. Can people go out and watch the scrimmage? Or that's scrimmage closed? is going to be closed. Closed uh, to the public. Yeah, as we're getting close to closer to Michigan, they're trying to keep things on 
unlock as best they can fair enough but then following that mm-hmm. meet the pirates coming yes. up it says 11 30 to 12 15 that uh, yeah. time still yeah that is correct all right um we'll have the football team out there obviously as well but um volleyball cross country cheer and dance will all be out there um dowdy student store is going to be setting up on the carl and connie rogers area got a lot of the new adidas stuff in um some youth jerseys which i know some of our fans have been dying to get so those will be on sale um, on Saturday. So that all started at 1130. So this will be at the stadium? Yep, at the stadium. It'll be underneath the south side of the stadium. Um, so we don't have to worry about rain or anything. So Got any uh, concessions open for that? Concessions will be open for that. All right. um, normal normal stadium fair will be. Grab you a water, some, yep. some hydration. And then after that, for us, uh, we've got media day, which yep. we're excited about. We'll get to know the uh, coaches and players a little more and kind of our one opportunity to get, them, get to know them as people. Uh, but of course, talk a lot of football as well. So that's a huge uh, triple header scrimmage meet the pirates media day for the fans out there meet the pirates 11 30 to 12 15 autographs pictures right, that same that same time 11 30 12 15 they yep. can get whatever um so all right uh so we got the luncheon we got the meet the pirates uh some game day stuff what else do we need to know justin uh you know like you said volleyball soccer season coming around the corner um so getting ready for that but you know the big the big message is you know if you haven't renewed your season tickets already make sure to do so so we can start sending tickets out because we can't really do that until everybody renews um but then also if you haven't bought them yet season tickets start as low as 115 dollars so uh what about basketball and the lights and oh yes that's maybe the, big the new thing seating that's yes, going on yes that was another thing i was gonna talk about uh led lights are being worked on right now uh, John so the, Gilbert said yesterday that they were uh, started yesterday. Yeah, they started working on them yesterday, so they should be ready here for volleyball season. Um, but from a fan experience side of things, we're going to be able to do a lot more. Um, First quite, of all, cut the lights off during the intro. Yeah, that'll be nice. That was yes. Uh, let me let me tell you. So I was I was at the game, and all of a sudden the lights just don't go off, and I was like, what? Like that? You know, Katie from our staff now does men's basketball, so I just will be there. But I'm like, why are the lights not out? And I'm like, this poor intern up there is like, what did he do? Um, and then it turns out he was he was hitting the button. He was doing everything he was supposed to do. It just apparently they're very old, and the software finally just said, "I'm not doing this anymore." Hmm. And so, uh, yeah, it was unfortunate at the end of the year not having lights go off. But the good news is we're gonna have a big upgrade. Uh, we'll be able to do light shows and, and different things like that. So it's exciting. Uh, yeah, it gets me fired up yeah. for yeah. intros and things like that. Yeah. And now when you uh, like when boom 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 plays. Uh, cool lights can come on with it yeah i don't know if boom 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 will make an appearance this this year i don't know if boom 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 is going to be returning to minji's coliseum it was uh, one of those things where i demanded it stopped and when i did that it only increased so then i decided to get on board with it and now it's going to go away yeah once you got on board it was the point where we decided that we needed to get off of the get off of it that makes sense yeah. boom 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 uh mike p says lights running on windows xp you it, that might be a little late <laughs> all right um do you know the beer prices by the way at football I games don't uh not off the top of my head and then what i would say is probably wrong so i don't okay. say anything all right but. well don't have the answer yeah um anything else with hoops the new seating will be very nice those are getting installed september 15th is when those will get they've taken everything out and got them all prepped but they'll be put in september 15th so those will be I think those would be a big upgrade for our fans who want to be closer to the court. But so, how is it? This is a stupid question. But, but like, no such thing as stupid questions. Just stupid people. Okay. That's true. See what I am. So, new seats behind yeah. the bench. Behind yeah. the bench, right? Yep. 
um is it like so it's an incline it's like, good it's so it's just like the old ones where they can still retract into the wall okay but as opposed to bench seating they'll be chair backs there you go right. yeah sweet that was yeah. my stupid question but that was not a stupid question thank it, you it doesn't it, wasn't stupid. it does you know you think like how are these chairs going to fold in but yeah technology has Boy. technology has gone a long way in this world and now we can we can retract foldable seats in. How about, uh, is this all the way around the lower bowl? It's just going to be on the side behind the benches. So the other side will stay the same. So students will still be able to stand in, in bleachers and jump up and down and be crazy. So Has there students been any- will be on the opposite side of the bench in bleachers. Correct. They'll be in the Would same. Would that be the, the TV same, side? Uh, no. The TV side will be. Yeah, but I think seats. it's going to be, I know people's big complaint is that, you know, it doesn't look like there's ever anybody there behind the stands. I think. I think now with these seats, I think that will improve some. Um, and I don't even know if this is like something y'all can fix. It's just something about <laughs> Menji's. I, I, I guess it can be fixed, but like that just when you look at other games, doesn't look like an exciting atmosphere. And I met the games and they are exciting. That was the, the tough one for us last year was Mercer because, you know, we had, I think, 1,800 students or something crazy. Huge number of students there. The problem was they were all on the side opposite the TV camera. So it looked like. But they have to be, right? Right. Yeah, it's just the way it's set up. And, yeah. and you know, I know when I first started here, we had that middle section directly behind, um, you know, where Morgan and all them sit was part of the student section. But the problem was, is then you're separating, you know, you have one group of students and it was like the Minji's Mania. Right. So it was great. So they looked on TV, but they were also separated from the other students. So then we had the other students were just sitting there twiddling their thumbs. So, yeah. And I feel know. like we had good student crowds last year. We had great. Students. I think we, I think we almost averaged about a thousand last year, which is wow. you know great. So, and um, I'm excited for hoops. I said half jokingly that we're talking about football off the air and I said, I'm ready for hoops. Yeah. I think it's, I mean, Mike, what Mike Schwartz is building over there is, is impressive. I mean, great respect, yeah. great respect yeah. to him yeah. and to you. Yeah, ton yeah, of respect. Thank, thank just you. ton of respect. For- yeah. Yes. Thank you. Um, I'm excited to watch Ezra. Yeah, I, so are we. I love, I love RJ. I love Ezra. Both great. But I actually I called love Brandon Johnson. I actually <laughs> called Ezra's coming out game last year. Did you? God, you. what? What? I did. <laughs> I know you did. I know you did. I was there. I tweeted it out, and sure enough, it happened. Yep. You called. Well, it. you xed it out. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> Very true. There you go, Justin. We need to take a break. Do you okay. want to say goodbye now or goodbye at five o'clock? I can stay till five. All right, let's take a break. Sweet. We'll come it's back. It's good. Now the, sec- the, now the second half, I'll just descend into the stupidity with you all. If you have any more questions for Justin Barry, can get those in. Help him out. Help the yeah. bow. Help the bow. We'll uh, be back with more. Power. <laughs> Wait, is that the first time we're hearing that today? All right, John Moody, that's for you. I know you asked for it an hour and a half ago. There it is. All right, we'll take a break. Come back. I have more for you after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by the KT Pub Group, featuring great local places to eat, like the Dap House, the Sidebar, and Christie's Euro Pub. Follow them on social media for the latest specials and more. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? We'll keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Q 
Kenny Curlings wants more live music at halftime. He said everyone loved it. Any chance on that happening? Uh, we've discussed it. It's just a matter of figuring out who that is and, and making it happen. They got to be available. Available. It, yeah. You know, it's like, you don't want to do it for just anybody. I mean, bringing in Parmalee. Um, that was cool. Pretty cool. So, you know, that's, I think we've talked about doing more of it in the uh, Pirate Club area pregame, though. Rick says, what's going to happen to the folks w- uh, with season tickets and general mission seating in the lower bowl behind the bench with the new seating being placed? Um, I would assume that you will have option to sit in that spot or um, move up into the chair backs in the, in the upper bowl. Okay. Thank you, Aston. Answered. Um, Justin, Jamie wants to know what you can yell and not yell obscenely at games and not get kicked out. That's a that's a very loaded question <laughs> that I I don't know if I can actually answer that question because I, I probably can't say the things that you could yeah. not say on the radio. You know, people, you know how to act. Yeah, just act. act if right. if you yell it and you think I probably shouldn't have yelled that, or people turn and look at you after you yell something, that's probably a good sign that that's not something you should be yelling. Uh, Jack's, Jack is obsessed with this flag. Ask him how much it costs to bring the flag back. Tell him it would increase season ticket sales. I think, and this is me remembering from five years ago, I think it was like $20,000. You need a big giant flag to go to a game? What are we doing? Well, the thing about it is that I don't know if it would because that's, you know, that's the student section. So, like, I, I mean, I, I think it was cool. It was very, very cool um, when we had it. But that was also hard because that was when we were in the, the lean years. And there were some there were some games where I was helping pull that thing up, and I was like, "There's not many people up here." Coke wouldn't let you just like keep the flag I, and no. mark out the name or something. No, I don't think Pepsi would be very yeah. Very just throw some like duct tape over the name or something. Yeah. No. Or make it like put a hole in it where it says the other soft drink brand, and like it'll be a tattered pirate flag. Yeah, that we could. Look, can I can can you invite me to one of your meetings? I got ideas. <laughs> okay. We have a yeah. special guest today, guys. We have Clip Brock from Pirate Radio. <laughs> and then y'all, everybody there can tell me how much I suck if you let me get a few ideas out. I mean, you have every every time you PA, you have the opportunity for however many hours you sit there to just throw every idea that you have. I mean, you On the PA? No, I mean, you're oh. sitting next to, you know, Parker, whoever. You can just say, hey. Oh, uh, yeah. Here's true. some ideas I have. All right, I'm gonna bug him a lot this yeah, year. Yeah, please do bug him. Send all all inquiries to him. Um, Jamie says, "How about building an actual pirate ship like the Bucks have? How about writing a check?" Yeah, we used to have a little ship back in the day. Mike P says, "What about moving the student section behind the basketball goals?" They're already behind. Well, part of it the well, band is the band is behind one, and then yeah, and then the, I mean the a lot of athletes does, sit on the yeah. Other the one, student section like. does go over to the right basket so technically if the mengees maniacs wanted to sit there yeah they, they could. could yep um let's see jack says that was more expensive than i thought eric says our pirate ship would be a john boat with chandler standing on the end posing as captain morgan <laughs> we gotta have i think you should just hire chandler for a game that like he could just, do so he's the captain morgan at the end of the john boat he's also the snapper at the kids zone. like whatever needs to happen he can he can pull the new the new no quarter flag <laughs> yeah he could be in charge of that down. he could MC the on the field i mean we could just okay jack says can you invite sub dogs to be a vendor how about like little food not trucks but like vendors and things are y'all doing that so there will be food trucks um i don't sub dogs i don't know if they can i mean they're 
it's already hard for how busy they are on game days at their own restaurant. And then Sup Dogs does um, actually, if you are lucky enough to be in the club level, they do serve sup or uh, sup crushers up there. So Alan says we should have turned the trailer in the sky to a ship and saved fifty nine million. Well, Alan, that ship has sailed. You know what I miss? Speaking of ships, I miss the pirate ship that they used to run out of when I was a kid. Yeah, the little one. Um, Brooke says, what's happening with the new football intro video? Uh, Jarrett Osmick is doing it. Um, he showed me what his his goal is and what he's going for. I uh, haven't seen a recent update, but um, <laughs> if he pulls off what he is planning to do, which I think he will, um, I think everybody's going to love it. It's going to be sort of an ode to some of the intro videos of past. Okay. Um, nice. But yeah, so I think it'll be very cool. John says, any pregame Friday night socials before the App State or Michigan game? Uh, road stuff. That might be more uh, of a That's club. more of a pirate club. I don't, yeah. I, not for Michigan. I don't know about App, um, but I know. You going to Ann Arbor? I am going to Ann Arbor. You got a, like a ticket or what are you going to do? Yeah, I, uh, I am actually flying up on the, the donor plane Saturday morning. And- oh, look at this guy. It's not a free lunch. I have to, I have to be, a, I mean, I have to be a bus captain and make sure people get on the buses and, and things like that. So huge flex. You know, huh. no big deal. What's that bear doing? Living lavishly. Yeah, high life. Help the bear. We don't need to help the bear. No, we don't. I don't need any help. <laughs> I don't need help. Uh, Mike P says have him run around a gray white boat coming out of the tunnel. I don't hate that. That's pretty cool. Little. Uh, integrated marketing yeah there you go yeah you know sponsorship i'll take that one to play fly too skip says clip would be a great play-by-play guy once again let uh play fly know okay i will take the white idea we are scheduled to talk to the interim play-by-play voice jim soki saw him out at practice today did you say what's up no i didn't okay uh jack wants uh to bring back the cgi intro (laughs) tell you what that was a cool era of intro videos like coming up from the Tar River, I remember yeah. the Tar yep. River sign. All right, we're out of time, but everybody's just throwing out stuff now. Uh, Justin, eh, let's hit the bullet points again before you leave. What, okay. what do we got coming up? All right, so season tickets. Make sure you get them. If Buy you are, tickets. if you are one of the procrastinators out there who has not renewed your season tickets, please do so. Um, that was one message I was given. Uh, meet the Pirates this Saturday, eleven thirty to twelve fifteen. Football, volleyball. Cross country, cheer and dance will be there. Daddy students are set up. Concessions will be available uh, during all of that. And then Monday, kickoff luncheon, Coach Houston, Coach Harrell, Coach Kirkpatrick. What time is that? The kickoff luncheon? Yeah. It Doors open at 1130. Where is that? It is in Minji's Coliseum. How much are tickets? $30 a person. Or you can How much are tables? Uh, 300 I think that's it. I wasn't going to pound on the table because I, I don't want to blow people's ears out i feel like isn't that one of those things i'm not supposed to hit the table yep you're correct thank you he's not I, setting a good example why are you I, showing me up <laughs> I, love I, it. You know, I love it i'm just i'm just looking out for chandler and shirley back there thank Who, you uh what are the browns gonna do this year uh, it sounds like win at least nine and a half games how cool is it to watch gavin williams play for your favorite protein uh it's really great other than the fact that they can't hit yeah. when he's there <laughs> how frustrating is that that i almost just dropped an f-bomb right there uh so credit <laughs> to me for not because i was very upset but yeah they can't hit for anything that mike, would be back-to-back tuesdays with a cuss word on this show mike p says don't say anything just stop playing living on a prayer nobody will notice 
a lot of people would notice. I said when people stop, this is my this is my line. When people stop singing "Living on a Prayer," I will stop playing "Living on a Prayer." There you go. Uh, all right, thanks, Justin. Thank you. Good to see you, man. It's I used to, to see, see a lot of you. Now I see none of you. I miss our I miss our Hard Knocks recaps. I hit. Yeah. Our, I miss our the fi- Friday fan preview. preview. Yeah. So, uh, oh, you're saying it's me? No, I'm not. I don't go to trivia anymore. That's my fault. <laughs> Yeah, we both That's, could do better to mend this relationship. Yeah, and and now I I you know I used to see you and you PA, and now you don't really PA my sports. So that's right. So um, sad. I, I know. know we've really really kind of fallen apart. Y'all and dri- you're y'all drifted. To you're what? going on donor jets. I'm yeah, kinda, yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, scraping to get by. Yeah, you know. So I, you, I, you know, I took you've a step, moved up. I took a step up in life, and you know, Clip, you were one of the ones that had to you know stay down. Yep. But uh, hey. Good for you. We're Thanks. happy for you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, we'll take a break. Come back. Bryce Williams joins us. We'll talk some pirate football when we return. Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. Jack, that analogy makes no sense. That's like saying people stop drinking when you put stop putting free beer in front of them. Who's asking for free beer not to be put in front of them? Terrible analogy. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Are you ready and pre-approved if the home you want to purchase comes for sale today? Integrity Home Mortgage offers a wide variety of programs ranging from conventional, government, and portfolio loans. The Integrity Home Mortgage team of Talbot Green, Braxton Green, and Joanne Weir offers over 50 years of experience and is committed to providing you with the superior customer service you deserve. Call them today at 252-714-2076. Integrity Home Mortgage, Pirates Supporting Pirates. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Back with you on Pirate Radio Live on a Tuesday. Shirley Rhodes, the man of Chan, Chandler Honeycutt. And joining us uh, momentarily will be Bryce Williams, who told me at 4.52 that he would be a a smidgy behind. Now, I don't know what constitutes as a smidgy, but it's at least 10 minutes because uh, he's about 10 minutes late to the show. Uh, But that gives us time to get in our Fleet Feet Rundown here on Pirate Radio. Pirate Nation, uh, be sure you have the best and most comfortable shoes this tailgate season with a stop at Fleet Feet. They are locally owned and operated by an ECU alum, Chris Lunyon. Uh, Fleet Feet of Greenville provides solutions through one-on-one service. That is key to runners, walkers, and everyone in between. I guess um, gallopers, skippers, power walkers, power walking. That's popular. Everybody uh, can find something they need at Fleet Feet because they got the tools and the technology to get you in the right shoe, including their 3D foot scanner that measures arch height, width, and more. You can go see them, 207 East Arlington Boulevard in the old Gordon's Golf location. Fleet Feet, they run for you. I want to do a song to the tune of Cheap Seats. Can you help me, Chandler? I know you're doing something, but I need some backup here. 
let me know when you're ready are you ready i don't even know if i know this song all right the, the cheap seats down all right so that is what they do at fleet feet okay that's what they do at fleet feet okay you're kind of singing a different song but that sounded that's good too. that's what they do at fleet feet we'll get it we'll uh we'll not get. even close <laughs> at fleet feet I want to talk about some NFL news because yesterday we told you in hour three that Ezekiel Elliott was joining the New England Patriots. He's going to be eating a lot of uh, clam chowder. Now, the Jets, is that official? Yes. The Jets have added Dalvin Cook. This was like the Aaron Rodgers thing. Remember how Aaron Rodgers was talked about going to the Jets for like three months before it actually happened? Uh, the Dalvin Cook to the Jets thing felt like it was going to happen, and uh, we've just kind of been waiting for it to be official, and it is. Dalvin Cook is a Jet. So what are you fantasy folks doing now with Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook? I've already uh, completed a couple of drafts here. got my big one coming up in a couple of weeks, and uh, I don't know if I want to touch either one of them right now, but saw that. Uh, Chandler, I heard on Jim Rome earlier today, Romy that the Panthers had uh the offensive line had a players only meeting after the first as they should have and our and our offensive line coach is one of the most I guess outlandish maybe I don't want to say that's the word but like he is one of the uh has one of the best personalities as an assistant coach in the NFL James Campen uh spent a lot of time really in different parts of the NFL most known with the uh, Green Bay Packers uh and he was not happy with the way his offensive line played on Saturday against the Jets. And even you even had some other guys like Taylor Moten, a veteran, who said that what happened was not acceptable. Yeah. Uh, and so, it's not yeah. going to accept it. Um, <clears throat> so, um, yeah, I, I'm not surprised that there was a meeting uh, after that poor performance. All right. Uh, Jamie, your Colts have named their starter. It will be Anthony Richardson. How, do you, five. how do you feel about that? Let us know. The Ravens will be using plays that have been pitched to them by Lamar Jackson. That's interesting. Uh, Javante Williams. Where did he go to high school, Chandler? Do you remember? Wallace Rose Hill. Thank you very much. Uh, He will be playing for the Broncos, returning from major injury. He'll be uh, playing in their preseason game on Saturday. Speaking of people coming back, you just mentioned the Ravens. I hope you didn't mention this. I think you just did. J.K. Dobbins? It's uh, actually uh, a commenter mentioned it okay uh, but jk dobbins is back for the ravens and i saw a tweet that actually got a lot of traction a lot of likes and reposts uh it said that he saw one touchdown run from keaton mitchell and said you know what all right i gotta get up and do something yeah you better because the young fella is on a rookie free agent deal said man saw keaton mitchell bust one for a touchdown and said all right i gotta get back out there and play i'm healthy again i feel good there was the uh, I, and you have to help me with this because you're a wrestling guy. But there's that me or that gif, I guess, of the guy that makes it look like his leg. Kevin and, Nash and, in the wheelchair, and, and he just like stands up and his legs fine. Big sexy giant killer, Kevin Nash, who played basket college basketball at this SEC school, uh, Georgia, Tennessee. All right, Kevin Nash, basketball player. All right, that's uh, any other NFL news and notes. Let me take a gander real quick at the Week 2 preseason schedule. Uh, We will have... Oh, we're stuck on Week 1. 
Week two, I know uh, Holton and the Seahawks will be playing the Cowboys. Coming up Thursday night, it'll be Browns at Eagles on NFL Network. Friday night, NFL Network, Panthers at Giants. And uh, so Ryan Jones there. Ryan Jones, to, uh, yes. Get another uh, catch, as he did last God, week. The Bengals at Falcons coming up also on Friday. Sweet. Danny Bill's back and is getting into the audio chair. What's up, DB? Back like I never left. That's right. Welcome. We're talking NFL news. Any NFL news that you've seen? What did you see? I was listening on the way over here. Zeke's wearing 15. Very excited about that. Lots of oh, clam chowder. I wanted to mention something. Did y'all see what number Teddy Bridgewater's going to be wearing? Is it not five anymore? What is it? He's going to be wearing number 50. No. No way. You're, yes. You're, you're lying. lying. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I saw no, it online. He's, He's got to be. Unless it was a joke. Uh, don't y'all do that with y'all's quarterbacks? Don't for like practice. Yeah, like y'all put like fifty on Mac Jones. I remember Mac Jones wearing like fifty. Yeah, he, it's it's a, like a you have to earn it. Kind God, of thing. that is disgusting. Yeah, it's kind of annoying. If, Vandy if he's does wearing the, that in game. Vanderbilt does the same thing with. I mean, at least this is baseball, obviously, but Vanderbilt does it where you have to earn. Like they just give you a blank Nike T-shirt, no logos, no numbers, no nothing, and you have to earn it throughout the fall. There's no way he wears fifty. Teddy Bridgewater said. He told reporters he would be wearing number 50 for the Lions. I'm going to wear number 50. Why? Bridgewater said through laughter. I'm going to wear number 50, man. Did you I'm going to wear 50, man. According to DetroitLions.com, Bridgewater is listed as number 50. Did you guys – I know you talked about Richardson. Did you see his response to being named the starter? The headline said he was shocked. The exact quote was, yeah, when I heard it initially, I was just I was surprised. I was shocked. That's some confidence in yourself right there, huh? Isn't that, isn't that right? I know. That is weird for an athlete to say, right? Yeah, I was shocked I was named the starter. I hate that when that happens. Like, what? I know he threw a pick. I thought Gardner Minshew was going to get it. He threw a pick. Uh, and did y'all see any of his highlights? Like, he dropped one in the bucket to oh, Pierce. And he, and, he it, it. and he dropped it. And he dropped it. His pick looked like a guy who did anything he wanted in college and could get away with everything. So he'll learn from that stuff, I think. There's a new follow on uh, X, I should say, but it's called the QB room, and it's like kind of dotting the I's and the X's and O's of like quarterbacks. He's been going over a lot of the rookies and stuff. That's a good follow, but I did see that one where he dropped it into the right in the bucket of Pierce, and he dropped it. So yeah, he's going to learn and he's going to accelerate, and uh, he's going to be pretty good for the Colts, I think. Chandler, can you find Bryce Williams' uh, intro? With uh, I Danny Bill was going to wear. I, I was about to, and then I forgot. Should, I don't know. Got, how to you got to look over there and see Bryce Williams. Okay, uh, it right. should be on the left side. Bryce Williams intro. Cooper Greer, because Bryce is here. If you can fix the camera, Chandler, while you're, uh, we got everybody doing uh, double duty over here. Bryce, um, you said you were going to be a smidgy behind. I, I thought, and this is not me not knowing. Smidgey is a lot more time than I originally thought it was. <laughs> One, two, three. Oh, here four. we go. I saw the light. I was baptized by the fire in your touch and the flame in your eyes. I'm born to love again. I'm a brand new man. <laughs> a smidge late. Smidgey. I know, man. I got held up, and it's just this and that. And I tear up my shirt was drenched. This is a fresh shirt for y'all. Oh, thank so, you. Thank you. You know, I didn't want to just. I wanted to look respectable. You, you need know? somebody to grab you a uh, water. We need to take a break. Do you know how to go to break, Danny? Dang, we're already I on can the find first out. Break. I can do it. I need you to play me a song Ooh. to get me to break. Whoa. Play us a song. You're the piano man. 
uh skip says bryce doesn't not you bryce young doesn't survive the year with their offensive line jamie says the panthers are in trouble i feel better about the colts than the panthers I, I feel okay about the panthers i think the panthers have a chance to win their division mm, division but uh we shall see bryce we'll talk some pirate football with you when we return on pirate radio live your old uh coach donnie kirkpatrick had some comments yesterday so we'll hear what he had to say and more when we return pirate radio live back with you after these words you know the rules and so do i You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. East Plumbing, Viva Electric, and Roland Black Heating and Cooling have teamed up to form New Blue Service Group, offering Eastern North Carolina the best in plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services. Same great local team, same great local service, just a new name. For plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services, go to callnewblue.com. That's callnublue.com. New Blue Service Group, where we are redefining service excellence. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is Clip Rock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Bryce Williams continuing his tradition of talking as we come back on there. (laughs) Bryce Williams looks like a guy who yells, Yee doggy, as soon as he hits the gas full throttle in his boat. (laughs) That according to Eric. He's maybe not like the doggy part, but (laughs) (laughs) I get down on him when she skip back. She you're like the flex flex seal guy when he's on the boat. Uh, Yeah, I get fired up. All right, you fired up for some football. I'm definitely fired up for some foosball. Did you know that uh, this will be the last Saturday without a college football game on? Mm. No that, way. It's way. Chandler, how many days? Put you on the spot. Mm. Come on, break it down, man. I'm going to go 18. Dang, no way. 18. What? This is the last Saturday. Is it? So it's. Wait, how seven, many days? It's not the last Saturday without ECU football. Seven it's days the last Saturday week. without football. How many seven days until we go into the big house? 18. All right. And um, whoop that behind behind i hope so do we welcome yeah, yeah i'm sure we, you do oh yeah fake we, fan yeah are you doing e- <laughs> oh we're god, not gonna <laughs> oh god it's tuesday again that was, oh no that was in the building that was last week uh tyler asking a question will the jeff charles event be streamed tonight uh, i believe yes. it will Chandler. It, it will it will Shirley. be on facebook live yeah how do you know shirley you've been working on it <laughs> we'll do it live shirley's been uh shirley's trying gonna, to make shirley's sure gonna come in there and strangle you here in a second <laughs> wait i couldn't I, i'm sorry i, I didn't have the headphones on what I, did you say? I just said how do you know it's gonna be live have you been like working on stuff to make sure it's gonna 
go off without a hitch? Yep, Kinda. You're dead. You're dead. You're dead. <laughs> you are dead. Uh, yeah, we will be streaming that on uh, Pirate Radio's Facebook Live. Yes. Yes, that's correct. Well, uh, we are going to uh, reveal the, or we're going to do the drawing to reveal the winner of the $10,000 um, that we sold the raffle tickets. Mm-hmm. We sold all of the tickets that we had available. It was completely sold out. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's a 50-50 raffle. So somebody's going to walk away with ten grand tonight. No. And you Man. do not have to be present to win. No, that you do not. True. No. All right. Uh, Jamie says, question for Bryce. Will, will Patrick Mahomes have any fall off from Eric sleeping with Bienemy leaving to go to Washington? So, still got Andy Reid as head coach, but Eric Bienemy's been with him there in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Will he have any fall off with his offensive coordinator leaving? As far as productivity, I'm assuming is going to drop. Is that a fault? What fall? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, there could. Possibly. I mean, he's had the same offense for how long, I guess? So I think the relationship's stronger between Mahomes and Andy Reid than it ever was with Eric Bieniemy. In fact, there was some video that you saw where there was some frustration between the two. Here's a question, Bryce. Can he flourish without Bieniemy there? Here's a question, Bryce. What you got? Let's say old Lincoln Riley leaves East Carolina and heads to old Oklahoma. That's funny. Let's just say that let's happens. Let's say that happens. Your senior year, before your senior year. At the same time, let's say Shane Carden mm-hmm. gets another year and comes back. Oh. So this will be like this Mahomes scenario. Quarterback's still there. Offensive coordinator isn't there. This is all hypothetical, of course. The, this yeah. part definitely is. How much of a fall-off would there have been in 15 if Carden was still there, hmm. but Dave Nickel was calling plays? Um... Well, I get, well, we didn't really change our offense. Okay. But I guess, you know, you got to put your offense in the best position, you know, call the best play for the best, you know, scenario. So, I mean, I'm thinking probably a slight, maybe a slight fall off. A slight fall off, but y'all would have gone to a bowl game. We would have gone to a Shane bowl game. Carter. Yeah, yeah, we would have gone to a bowl game. Y'all would have won more games. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. So that's kind of my point. Like, yeah. Patrick Mahomes, yeah, he's going to need an offensive. But again, Andy Reid is an offensive guy. Right. I just don't think there's going to be that much of a difference right. in Kansas City. Yeah, maybe not Kansas City, especially if Andy Reid's an offensive guy. Um, and you've got the quarterback, the best quarterback in the league. So mm-hmm. you could give him the worst offensive coordinator, and I feel like he could still make something happen. happen. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, because uh, scramble drill, they probably work on that pretty good because Mahomes is good at that. That he is. So. Uh, rank the four rookie quarterback performances from the weekend. I would have to pull that up. Really dive into this. Um, uh, Bryce Young, worst. Are you serious right now? Yeah. <laughs> Chandler's face just dropped. He's the only one that didn't throw an interception, even without any pressure. He didn't have time to throw. An interception. But if you look at the yeah. film, he's when you throw the ball away, that doesn't count. <laughs> you gotta, oh crap! <laughs> okay, well, what? Okay, you give me your rankings. I'm sorry. This is the pick. No, I mean, I'm just saying, but like, Bryce Young's definitely not. Okay, the worst. well, give me your rankings. I hate when people, when, when somebody's ranking something yeah. and they're like, oh, no. Boy. Okay, well, give me your rankings. Oh, Don't boy. talk about my rankings. <laughs> give me your rankings. All right, well, th- give me a, give me time to give it the rankings. Oh, boy. All right, here we go. Let's go 
Because you're, you're a Caleb Stroud. Caleb Stroud's yeah. definitely one. That's not like even a person. CJ, but I hear you. Uh, not not I Caleb Stroud. Caleb Stroud. I know Caleb Stroud. <laughs> Stroud Marine. Uh, <laughs> great sponsor of Pirate Radio. Wow. Uh, CJ Stroud's definitely <laughs> one. Definitely won. This headline says Stroud struggles in his preseason debut. Let me look. <laughs> he, did throw, he, did. he did throw a pick on the first drive. Stroud's yeah. definitely won. Two for four, 13 yards interception. All right. Wow. He's number one. He probably should have let uh, I would go. Clip. You're doing the best first, right? No, 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 no. Oh, my no, 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 no. He's so lying. He's so lying. All right. So, best, I'll say this. He literally said I, best was CJ Stroud. How about I do Holt Nailers first? <laughs> okay. There you go. I mean, honestly. He'd be up there. Um, Stetson Bennett. Actually, he uh, did quite well. St- Stetson Bennett. He's I'll probably go. in uh, L.A. The Rams. That's right. uh, let's see. Number three, I'd probably go uh, Bryce. No. Chandler. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'd probably go. Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson, Bryce Young, and then. I didn't see Levis. So what did Levis do? He threw an interception. Did they start Malik Willis, put in Levis, and then put in Willis again? I think, and it, it, was, no. I think it was Levis, Levis, Levis. Yeah. Le- Levis went in at the end of the game and threw a awful pass that was picked off. Levis was kind of running the rock, though. I watched a little bit of it on, was it Saturday? He was R in the R? A little bit. Okay. R in the bit. R. Oh, Chandler. Uh, I saw this the other night because Joey had us put in our props. Everybody put in their own. I almost took Clayton Tune over. Clayton Tune. Clayton Tune. 100, 135 yards, touchdown, and a pick. Yep. Dang. Put him up there. Clayton Tune. Clayton Tune. Clayton Tune. In fact, it was Jaquan McMillan. Oh, here we go. A shock. Uh, yeah. A shock. <laughs> Jaquan McMillan. That was the one that sat Clayton Tune. <laughs> All right, Jamie, thank you for getting us to yell at each other. I loved, uh, uh-huh. I always loved doing that. Oh, boy. Jamie says Stroud was the worst. Steve yeah. says Stroud was awful. Yeah, I know that. I'm saying you literally he was said awful. the best was Caleb no, Stroud. No, he didn't. No. Danny, you are, he said <laughs> he number one. He said number one. Yeah. Danny, this is the second time today you have made up quotes for people. <laughs> and I just want to say, uh, uh, you are learning what I do. how to do your job. <laughs> this, is how I, this is what the media does. Exactly. Fake news. This is how right I get there. you riled up. This is what I'm doing. When we do your like end of the Playing internship the report, uh, uh, when it comes like positives, I'm going to be like, makes up fake quotes all the time gets Phenom- the people going <laughs> yes phenomenal john i will say this i think bryce bryce young had the least amount of playing time mm. two yeah because they go three and out like, who is your other quarterback yeah. Chandler? huh who, who's the panthers other quarterback that matt corral uh andy, My dalton, guy. andy dalton two and then matt corral three who played the, i'm assuming it would be corral, corral, played. corral played the most I'm mm-hmm. assuming. yeah okay cool andy dalton never played I, Are you surprised? And then that? our fourth, and then our fourth guy didn't play at all. Are you surprised Andy Dalton didn't play? I mean, is he going to be the starter? What's he going to? He's the he's the backup. Oh, he's, he's the, the set backup. They've already set that. In yeah. His contract. You're number two. I don't know. I don't oh, know about okay. the contract, but <laughs> oh yeah, wasn't Bryce. Sure. Did you see what uh, Anthony Richardson said when he was named the starter? I did not. That he was shocked and surprised that he was named the starter. Oh. How do you say? that? I mean. I, I don't know how that's your first initial reaction. Like, yeah, I was shocked. I didn't know that they were I'm surprised that they did it. Like, what? Wow. You would think. I think that was a like. Interesting. I mean, because he's a confident guy, a very the, confident guy I, in himself. The, the, maybe he was video, shocked at the at how early they named him. Yeah, I don't think maybe they maybe he's again, shocked. Maybe like, it was a media thing taking things out of context. I think so. Yeah. I think they had a Danny Beal reporter that got that quote uh-huh. and just absolutely ran with it. And now we have the actual Danny Beal who was running with it. Yeah. 
Couldn't be. Let's get the people going. <laughs> you are terrible. <laughs> you are terrible. Uh, you are terrible. Skip said, don't be mean to your little brother clip. Apologize to your brother clip. I'll, you don't have to apologize, but I would love for you to apologize. Chandler, I'm Look sorry. Look at that grin. Yes. I'm sorry I yelled at you. <laughs> All right, uh, Bryce, let's hear from your old coach, Donnie K. DK. Well, well, let's hear cut two. He gave us an update yesterday on Mason Garcia and Alex Flynn. Well, it's, you know, Mason came in just really better than I actually expected. And I expect a lot of him, really. I I mean, I was kind of like, wow, okay, he's had a good summer. He's in a good place. He's ready to go. Uh, I thought Saturday, the reality hit a little bit, you know, in the middle of that game with him pressing a little bit. Uh, we didn't throw the ball as well as I would like to have thrown the ball. We, we ran the ball much better, which, you know, don't care which way we do it. Um, Flynn was the opposite of that, to be honest with you. Flynn kind of came in, and I had to kind of bring him in and say, all right, the other Flynn is back. Where was the Flynn that, you know, was here in the spring? And uh, I thought Flynn, the other Flynn came back. He showed back up. And then I thought Flynn had a really good day today, and there probably wasn't, but maybe two or three guys had a very good day today. He would have been one of them. So uh, it's a uh, it's a good feeling. I know everybody wants to talk about it, make it into a big deal, and I and I get that. Uh, you know, the the other good part is is that Raheem has really come on. Uh, so you, you you never have too many, you know, because you're one play away from one guy being down. And I think it's a comforting feeling in knowing that you don't have to put everything on a new starter. There there are some other people too. So I, if anything, the strength of the offense because we are so new we're not necessarily young but we're new uh the offensive staff is all new together too really uh, the strength is is that we have numbers and that's the first time we've had that since we've gotten here there are other people if you don't have a good day there are other you know there, there are pinch hitters there are other people we can put in all right so i don't know you take anything away there bryce that uh mason uh, came out kind of hot and uh alex has found his footing uh, from what we saw and we didn't see all the scrimmage but it was a, a rough day for the qbs out there on saturday hmm. and i was trying to catch this oh i started off talking about how hot uh, garcia was i'm like oh well, okay in the back of my mind okay, i think he's gonna solidify himself as a starter well then he said he drifted off as the pressure increased so you're like well wait a second you know when the pressure that's when you need to shout out the best because you know when things get tough and all that you need to you know uh, perform and then obviously with he's saying Flynn I guess hasn't been doing well but now I showed in a scrimmage that he was performing well um, is a good sign that maybe I mean obviously you want consistency throughout but now you um, need Flynn's pressure on Garcia to make him rise back to the top level right yeah there definitely shouldn't be any complacency in well in that position or any position in, uh, in general but um, it kind of stuck me there because I was expecting say oh you know kind of uh, think garcia was going to be the starter with what well, we got one more week and then two so two ish yeah at? so you've got next uh your final scrimmage is this week and then school starts school start next week danny monday yeah wow monday. congratulations yeah. I mean, the so then you'll have like two weeks of uh i guess they go into mm. game week practice do yeah, they go man. next week or the following uh week? they'll probably start do well, like a got, mock game week probably or some type of mock or do 
something you know preparing for you know uh, michigan yeah the end of next week i'm assuming because um you know i said so next week is school and all well I, mean, I need to figure out my days i'm getting all mixed up but um with only one scrimmage being left that's probably next week's practice and the scrimmage next weekend will be i would think a pretty much deciding factor of okay who's gonna need to start getting the reps seeing the defenses of michigan and prepping that way so it'll be a big week um for both mason and flynn for sure jamie says yeah y'all slammed me last tuesday maybe it's still open how about them apples hey moron mason garcia is going to start was that too uh, strong? Yeah, moron, really? Should Do you that? like apples? <laughs> hey, uh, idiot. Idiot. I don't know, uh, idiot or moron. Don't say that. Got, hey, 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 butthead. Hey, rocks for brains. <laughs> no? Don't hey, say that. airhead. Um, hey. Hmm. Hey. Do you, <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Do you <laughs> go doofus route? <laughs> hey, doofus. Okay. Nuts. Hey, what if, Num nuts. Hey, num nuts. There you go. That that kind of softens the blow a little. All right. Uh, when it comes to fall camp, though, Bryce. So right now they're doing a morning practice. Right now the schedule is like nine thirty to like mm-hmm. a, I guess eleven thirty, eleven fifty. Yeah. Uh, classes start next week. They'll start going to an afternoon schedule, I believe. Mm-hmm. What did you rather? I, I, I don't know if it really matters because it's hot at nine thirty. It's also right. hot at five five right. o'clock in the afternoon. What do you prefer? Is that how the schedule was when you were here at ECU? And what did you prefer? Yeah. Did you prefer those pre-class schedule or did you prefer the post-class schedule? Um, I'm thinking. It was probably going to be the post. Really? I think. I'm trying to think. In your day with football? Because in my day with football, because if I start my day with football, then I'm going to be really tired in class and sleep and probably, you know, not be as studious as I okay. strive to be. As studious <laughs> as you strive to be. Because we got, you know, DB knows, I mean, we got workouts in the morning, so you got to get a lift in somewhere yeah. between there. So I'd rather lift in the morning. Um, I always wanted morning lifts rather than like some guys had like what noons or had like that last lift of the day before practice and that'd be horrible. Um, so I was always you know wanting a morning lift. Um, so yeah, probably the afternoon, the afternoon deal. Um, yeah, but it's hotter than mule out there, so you know. Hotter than mule. Mule. Uh, can I say uh, no? On the, on the radio, I don't know. I don't think it's bad. Nah. Oh, say wait, hotter than mule. Piss. <laughs> I mean, yes. let's just not say it. Okay, I wasn't sure. Rather right. than saying it. I mean, you already said it. It's hotter than mule out there. That's why I say it. Chandler got it out of me. Yeah. I, and I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. He extracted that urine yeah. right out of you. Uh, let's take a break. Shirley, we need to give something away. Dun, dun, dun. Hello, Shirley. Give it away. Give it away. Give it away. Give it away. Give it away now. Give it away. Give it away. Give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Wild Power Radio, gonna be awesome. Bryce likes it. I think it's great. I'm still trying to de- decipher it. It's <laughs> some pirate know. radio, something, something awesome, and I still can't figure it out. Well, I've maybe, gotta, maybe we'll never know. I gotta find some time to do my George Strait. Give it away. There ain't enough time in the day. No. If you could add a few hours to the day, would you? Would you like a 27-hour day? I don't. I wouldn't because they just they, make you. Make DB you says no. Yeah, they add another hour. Yeah, an hour. Jamie no. says, "Who's the doofus now?" Clip. You are doofus. Doofus. I think Numbnuts is a great one. I know you are, but what am I? 
Charlie, what are we giving away? That one. Shrimp taco lunch, courtesy of Chico's. All right. What color? Five. Everybody but Jamie's eligible to win. 317-1250. Caller five is the winner. I hope Jamie calls. <laughs> You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots, and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medispa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations are available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. And congratulations to Steve Hill of Greenville. Picked up a shrimp taco lunch. Steve. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's. From the hospital bed. From the hospital bed. And you can enjoy favorites like shrimp tacos, steak steak and uh, chicken fajitas. Burritos, enchiladas, ACP, and more. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's. Now back to the show. Steve, can you please have your wife remake the, the Hugh Freeze photo of him in the booth with a thumbs up? Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt the This is a really concert. good song, Can't you see we're serenading? I already said that. We uh, Hour one of the show. Anyway. What? That I asked Steve to do the photo and send well, it Chandler in. Well, Chandler also doesn't know college football because he would have been here and talked about it. Oh, I wasn't was. here for that segment because I'm not a college football guy. <laughs> sure aren't. Uh, but hey, uh, I'm not a college football guy, but I chose Tennessee over Alabama last year. Which officially made Chandler a sport the, a sports uh, guy. Analyst. Officially. Definitely an analyst. Because that is what was on the line, and you nailed it. Um... Skip says Clip's getting bashed today. Jamie said Clip is having a tough Tuesday. What's uh, up? How's your Tuesday, Clip? What, what's up? I felt like, what's going on? What's up? Play. Go to hell. I feel like we've had a pretty good show. You having a good day? I've got good vibes. I don't feel like... Help the Clipper! Am I missing something? Have y'all, Help the bell! Y'all been going after me? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Skip said, Bryce, when deer season comes in, I'll bring my dogs up. We can run them. Let me know. Let them dogs out the box. Let me know. Let them out of the box. What do you know about that? Running dogs? Tyler Brott used to have uh, stuff down in South Carolina. He's, so he's from Hilton Head, but he'd have or his girlfriend's family. Well, you family get would to have, it, Danny. His I girlfriend's have all family. Day. T- 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 today, Junior. <laughs> his girlfriend's family would have hunting land, and he would run dogs, Chandler and Clip. All right. Uh, I'm going to go home. We'll see you guys. You ain't. You ain't got no AC. I'll see you guys. Yeah, I don't. You're right. That's a really good point. I'm going to sleep here. Call Delcor. Yeah, they will take care of you. Yes, sir. Well, part of the Delcor Great. players. It's probably your blower fan. Blower motor. Eric, <laughs> Is that right, Bryce? Is that right? Seriously, what's going on? Is the compressor spinning and no air's coming out of the vents? Why don't you ride over there and take yeah, a look? Come on over to the house. Go take a little peek. I just you actually got your own issues right now, don't I you? I do. It's Man. the blower motor. Uh, Eric says, DB, the pitch clock went off. <laughs> <laughs> Next time, Dinger. He's taking a while. We'll just have to cut him oh, off. Oh, yeah, nope. pitch clock. How, how many seconds is it? 30? 20. 20. We're going to pitch clock. Did that ever get you this year? No, I work too fast. 
Did a lot of us do. It happened to Landon Ginn when it shouldn't have happened to Landon Ginn. Oh the guy swung and missed, and the goodness. guy said pitch clock violation. Threw the pitch, swung and missed, and the umpire from third base came over and said, Tired, tired, tired. Pitch didn't count. And he almost did it. He threw the next pitch with one second left. We were about to rip his head off because his base was loaded. If you walked him what in, is the, the game uh, over. penalty for that? Ball. You were going to rip whose head off? Landon Landon's. or the ump? Yeah. It's like, dude, speed it up a little bit. Did y'all see Max Scherzer was on the mound yesterday? And a batter for whoever they were playing took too long. It was strike three. And Max Scherzer was like mad. He, he wasn't mad, but he was like frustrated. He was like, man, I wanted to get so the does strikeout. He, so did, I, you, you may not know this. Do you get the strikeout if it's a pitch that, clock? See, that's a good question. Hitter? I don't know. I don't know either. Well, you got 11 of them yesterday. So. Might have been one of them. I wouldn't be mad if it still counts. Hey, it's less pitch after. Yeah. Uh, we got to go pirating outdoors real quick. Bryce. Man, it is hot, buddy. It's it is so hot. There. <laughs> it sure is hotter than a mule. You even at, you even at, go ahead, Chandler. Jesus. I was going to say, <laughs> welcome to the <laughs> You're getting bashed out here, dude. Dude, take uh, over. I was just going to I, I was going to say, is there another I guess phrase for how hot it is out there for? There are several that I can't say on here. Oh, well. But uh, hotter, hotter than giraffe. Somehow a giraffe comes in. We've hotter than giraffe. A giraffe what? Just hotter than giraffe. I don't really get it. But normally it's higher. Well, I don't say that. But um, hotter than mule blank. And well, it's hotter than a um, two. Two mice. Yeah, there she is. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> drinking, drinking beer and a sock. Yeah. Um, and they are grinding behind me. Uh, and, uh, a, a lady of the night in church. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hotter than a lady of uh, that. Did you hear a voice? <laughs> yeah. Hotter. What is it? It's uh, uh, oh, yeah, We hotter, don't want to say it. Just hotter than that. In church. In that. Yeah. What'd you do over the weekend? <laughs> in that. In that. And that's about all I got. Have you been going outside? <laughs> Look at Steve's picture. Oh, my God. <laughs> Steve, you look great, buddy. Uh, have you been going outside for pleasure? Because, man, it's a lot of pain, if you ask me. It's it's not... I don't do it. I don't go out there for pleasure, but I just get it, get it done out there to get... Well, I'm speaking right now of fishing and whatnot. Oh, no, I go out there. We went out... Uh, went down, went to my roots. Um, when I was back in Nixon County, we went catfishing, and we ended up catching some flatheads. Um, my buddy caught... The, I caught one. It wasn't as big. But my brother caught a flathead, about 15 pounds. Oh, buddy. And then we caught, so that's about the 15 my brother caught. What is that? Flathead. Chain, like in a shark and a catfish and then being the same thing? The no, they can't. My buddy caught. Those are big, aren't they? Oh, yeah. That one was like 23.8. You look funny without a hat on. I know. Well, my hair was hotter than mule out there. <laughs> so I take I took my hat off, and it was one of my good hats. And I was down the river and muddy, so I took it off. And, of course, I was running my hand through my job about my hair. And Jamie said it's so hot it's melting my earwax. Alan said it's hotter than a left turn on a racetrack. Ooh, I like that one there. Okay. All right. Um... But yeah, so I was gonna hit the river and was able to catch a few fish. Had some gar hook up and stuff, but we don't even want those because they're a pain in the butt. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was good. So we got a good, I think, drum trip planned this weekend. Taking my brother-in-law, his friends, Jay, and um, hopefully we can catch some bull drum because that's it's it should they should be here. Something's up. They're heavy. I don't know, but yeah, been good. 
Hi, Bryce Williams, Pirate Radio Outdoors. We'll take our last break, come back, get ready to wrap it up here on a Tuesday. Back with you after these words. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. All right, as I uh, try to uh, find the stock market report numbers that I needed a moment ago that disappeared on me, uh, we do have a severe thunderstorm warning in Pitt County, by the way. All right, here is your stock market report. Uh, the Dow was down 361 points at 34,946. The NASDAQ was down 157 points at uh, 13,631. The S&P was right down now. 51 at 4,437. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors stock market report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now back to the show. All right, on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by DaBuck. 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 Tonight, the Florence Yalls are in action and batting eighth, playing left field, Lane. Cutter Spivey on the on the bumper now. And your starting pitcher. Cutter? Carter. Wow. Spivey. Cutter. Nice. Cutter Spivey. Cutter Spivey. Cutter. Poison Spivey as far yeah, as. Hey, I saw that on Twitter. I don't get the reference. I saw JC responded. What was. It okay. just rhymes with Poison Ivy. That's it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't pick up on that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Poison Spivey, this is this like a movie reference or something? I don't get no, it. Just JC was like, how did we not think about that before? And I'm like, what? Uh-huh. All right, Chan Man. See you tomorrow, see buddy. You tomorrow, see you, man. Uh, yeah. Bryce, see you next week. Yes, sir. See you, Bryce. Uh, Bryce is going to be on 18 more minutes because he was late today. Yeah. So for 18 minutes straight, it's just going to be the Bryce show. It's just me. Just rambling, singing, <laughs> whatever comes to mind. Lord, you were born a rambling man. I was born a rambling man. Charlie, see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. DB, great job. See you tomorrow. Wednesday, 3 o'clock, all new edition of Pirate Radio Live. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.